Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your host Greg, Mike, and Shaft is here today. And yes, you're not dreaming. Yes, we've done it's a second show in about less than a month's time frame, or right around a month's time frame. It's our gift to you. This <laughs> day after Valentine's Day. Yeah, a gift they may not have asked for, but they're <laughs> yeah, getting anyways, right. right? That's right. Um, so we decided to get together because Greg has been able to make a couple trips to Disneyland. He's an annual pass holder once again. And he has thoughts. Or magic key holder, as they like to call it now. Yeah. Um, you know, quite honestly, if my wife would have waited a few more weeks and I would have saw the two uh, proud family clips that I just recently saw, I might not have even bothered, but uh, I have it now. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you would have, you would have skipped, you would have said no. Uh, you know, they're, yeah, they're woke enough and politically correct enough. And then that even went two or three steps beyond that. Um, but, you know, I have it and been to the park twice now. I, I think I was sending you guys little rants and raves as I was walking along in the park yes. uh, the first time and then hit you up with a couple uh, the second time. It's, it's, you know, it's interesting. It had been three years since I had been, all three of us actually had been to um, the park to go see Star Wars Land. Yep. August. Almost three years to the month. I was surprised it was getting close to exactly three years. And prior to that, I don't know, it might have been three or four or five that I'd been to the park before that. You know, it's funny you should mention that because I was telling Mike, the picture that is on the background here is one of the photos I took during the pandemic early days in March of 2020 when literally nothing was going on around Disneyland. There was no yes, product placement. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I just saw that clip today of um, uh, what was that movie? Schwing, the Wayne's World. Saturday, Wayne's World. Like, and they're yeah. doing, doing all the product placement. <laughs> I would never step to such a level to do that as he opens this. <laughs> yeah. you know, the taste of a new generation. But the, the funny thing yeah. is, this was this picture I had here was March of 2020, and I went right past the photos that we did in Galaxy Land in January of 2020. So. Yeah, you're talking about something nobody can see. We, but, uh, but, it's, but it's, you're talking about how empty, long things were. Empty it's, yeah, it's, Empty Harbor Boulevard. Is, it literally has been, you know, three years ago. You know, I, you know, I, and I, I have mixed feelings because I, I have a desire to go to the parks, but I don't have a desire to go to the parks, if you know what I mean. And, uh, you know, the artist friend of mine, Jeff Mitchell, who, you know, is resident there in Anaheim, he, he kept encouraging me to go back and just, you know, think about – Walt's Park and not about all the other bull crap and it's it's been hard but I still enjoyed myself my wife and my daughter one of my daughters has had a pass for the past year not a little more and they've been enjoying it so you know I thought I'd give it a ride she decided to pay for it so you know that was nice uh, but Damn, uh, you know not cheap well no it's well it comes out of my pocket basically or you know the well, communal still, yeah. But it's a nice thought, regardless. Yeah, I mean, it is a nice thought. Um, I mean, we also have passes for not, so I've got some comparisons. I mean, you really can't compare the park, but you can compare maybe some operational issues. And then we're also, um, we're not, see, at knots, they just call it 
a pass, I think, uh, pass holder. Uh, we're also we're members at the Santa Ana or uh, San Diego Zoo and Safari Park. They're your members. Um, so yes, we've been going can, down there. You can deduct that donate as a donation. I guess so. In theory, maybe you know my other ones are because I entertain while I'm there for my business. Uh, <laughs> probably not, but you know. Or we get inspiration for writing from the wife's book. You know, oh. who knows? Um, but yeah, I was the uh, the heavy handedness of having to use an app while you're just trying to enjoy the park. Uh, you know, kind of comparison to you and Matt's trip to Florida. Even, and I hate to use this term, going to a local park uh, or to the local park, it really, I found it to put you on the back foot to have to rely on that thing. And my wife's got big into just ordering through the app and going to pick it up. Um, so that, I don't know, it, it just, we got on, a, I got to say, a lot of attractions the first time we went. We went in, you know, both parks and did pretty well. Got on ride, ride of resistance, 40-minute wait. Not bad. It was my first time on it. No, it wasn't. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe it was. Because it wasn't running when we went It wasn't. Together. Only uh, the Millennium Falcon yeah. stupid ride, which basically both times we were there was a walk-on. Uh, the longest we waited was 25 minutes. We rode that multiple times. And it, I... Here's my new conclusion. You know how in the Haunted Mansion, if it says 13 minutes, it's a walk-on? Correct. If it says 15 minutes at um, Millennium Falcon, it's a walk-on. Because it'll take you 15 minutes to walk that stupid queue. Yeah, that long. To get up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and everybody's on your heel because they think, oh, if I run up there, I'm going to get it in there faster. And then they you know, they throw you in the, uh, uh, the um, uh, pre-show. And one time we got in the pre-show whatever that dude is that you have to be deep dark into on the side canon stories he, to know no, who he is. He wasn't even doing anything. He was he was his fingers were playing with his console. Um it's and I'm thinking, God, how long is he gonna take before he turns around and says something to us? He's from Star Wars Rebels. And that's okay, not okay. that's not that deep. Well for the for the people who just see the films, it is. I mean it, it, who would know Richard had a great comment on why why yeah, two, someplace we've never heard of. Well, the idea was, you know, because the hardcore fans couldn't complain that you didn't get this right or that right about whatever place they picked. Let's say Tantooine, whatever. Okay, that's fine. But now you've, if you don't know the deep, dark secrets of all these spinoff and side trips and and all that, yeah, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? You know, it just, uh, I think it's weird. But, you know, it's, it's we... <laughs> Um, there's got to be a new rule on that that freaking ride. <laughs> Do not let children drive. Or and, or if you see kids in your group, say someone want to take my place. Well, we were prepared the next time we rode that if there was a small princess type child who was bitching and moaning that she didn't want to be on the ride in the first place, um, we would not take second fiddle to that little winch driving. Um, and you know they when, when we went there the first time they handed out those little cards right they yes. gave you your I think position your, your and everything yeah, yeah. yeah and I guess because of COVID nobody wants to touch anything or I, they're not doing that anymore and I actually thought that was a pretty decent little you know so nobody can argue and bitch moan 
and whatever. So yeah, seating, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. They give us our they they had given us our um our excitement and told us what color. So we're waiting, and they didn't. I, mean, I thought we had a lot of time to mill about, and you know, sit in this, you know, by the the hollow chest or whatever it's called, take our pictures. Man, they were like this. We didn't really have time to sit. They called our number. I thought we walked over. I'm like, oh, we're in front. You know, we will get pilot. And this guy and his child, who was barely tall enough to get on the ride, no, no, no we're we're pilot. And she's like crying and whining. We hit everything you can hit in that stupid ride. It was very uncomfortable. I came off. My back was hurting. Um, it's bad. The next time, on the next day, next time we rode, we actually, two ladies were in front of us. They're like, we don't want to be the pilot. I'm like, well, we'll do it. Karen had never done it. So she took the left seat, which may not have been a great choice. But uh, <laughs> That's the side-to-side well, side seat, right? That seat's hard. What, it's it's the left side. It's it's the, it's the one that's side the left and right. Yeah, yeah. side side, right? Yeah. As opposed to up and down. Up and down's easy. Yeah. It, it, here's what it was scaring everybody. The guy says up is down and down is up. But it's not. When I pushed forward, it went down. When I pulled back, it went up. Okay, but see, in in video game parlance, when you push yeah. the stick forward, you're pushing it up. Yeah, in so video put, games, it doesn't react games, like an aircraft would. It, react. Yeah, see, that's why. Yeah, that's when I push, when you push forward, push forward, that's it up. Went down. Correct. Yeah, but the stick but if is you're moving up. A video game. If you push forward, it the, tilts up. The stick is moving up. That's why he tells it's backwards. Oh well, that's stupid. No it shit. Is. No shit. But so I like, re- that's I why. I remember my first uh, Microsoft <laughs> Flight Simulator. You specifically had to tell put it that to re- setting in. You had to tell so it to reverse the Y axis. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do. I do know on on the Mac there's a mouse axis. setting and in a touch bar setting that they, they call it natural or I forgot Inverted. what the other setting in. Inverted. Natural is yeah. Natural is not natural because when you you like pull down. It goes up. It's the opposite way. I think it's totally retarded. Well, I guess I can't say that anymore. Well, Stupid. Well, okay. um, <laughs> yeah. No, in, in in all kids, you know, like video game playing kids, when they play video games of of a first person shooter, for example, Call of Duty, right? And you're holding a little controller and you push yeah. the stick up or away from you with your thumb, the view goes up, right? But if okay. you're used to flying. And you push the stick away from you, which is the stick going up. You expect the nose to go down. Yes. All right. So whenever, whenever, like I'd play on my son's Xbox, I'd have to, I'd have to change those settings because I jump in, push the stick up, <laughs> yeah. and the thing goes up. And I'm like, no, no, I need to look down. Yeah. Stop. Okay. Pause, so I guess they, they shouldn't say that to everybody because Correct. that's not consistent with but, maybe age. Like if I saw like, if I saw a kid that I could tell was you know, of gaming age and might really be into it. I'd be like, Hey, fly. You'll be, you'd probably be better than I would. But when the little princess girl who's already whining and moaning, I don't know, there should be some way of, it's just not, this is my complaint about the attraction. And I think why it's almost walk on every time I've been lately is it's not a good experience. No, because if you end up in the second or third seat with that person in the front seat, it's horrible. I would rather it be like, Star Wars or Star Tours, someone is piloting you and you have things to do while it's going on. If I mean, if you're sitting in the back seat and I was trying to keep my eye on the button and look, it's like you're not really watching what's going on. You're just hitting the button. Well, and, that's you know. that's a good point because the last time I wrote it, 
I sat in the last seat and I didn't bother looking up front. Yeah. I just, so what's the point? I just watched my panel and listened for what he had to say. Exactly. And he'd say, so what's the point? Engineer, push this button. Push it. Yeah. Now you've heard about Chewy mode, right? I have heard about Chewy, Chewy mode. mode. Like, there's a. So if, yeah, if you go in, there's a certain sequence of buttons that everybody has to hit before the cast member uh, locks it down. And, and Chewie's in the it. cockpit with you. I guess he's on the speaker system and chews, you know, or does whatever he makes his noises and stuff. Yeah, I know. That's something, you know, something that's going around. Uh, but anyways, we did run into the Mandalorian and uh, Boba Fett, which is, you know, kind of cool. Both of them. Both of them together. Yeah. Yeah, that, I got some decent pictures of That is uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. Uh, let me let me mention Rise. I think Rise um, was an excellent attraction. The queue, I actually think the queue and the show building, if you will, I I, I, guess I can see how people could easily walk past that and not even see it's there. And I guess that's the whole point, right? It's a secret base or whatever, but it's almost too secret. I, I really <laughs> do think you could, you when you walk through that part of uh, uh, Star Wars land, you almost feel like it's empty. Like, what's here? You know, you might see some people over there, depending on how long the line is. And it got pretty long at one uh, parts of the day. And we just like, yeah, no way, screw it. Uh, and twice we had people saying, excuse us, excuse us, we're going past, we're, we're catching up with some people. Yeah. We never saw them again. It's like, what not. the fuck? Because they, yeah, they, they caught up to the people that were, you know, 20 minutes in front of you. Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, supposedly. How do you know they they don't get to the front and say, shoot, I missed them? I don't know. And no, no one's going to say anything to them. But right? there's a dude but, at the mix-in point they got to convince. I know that. I They should have to, I don't know. I just, I found it rude. It's not like where you're instantly accessible and like say the, the Matterhorn before you get in the switchbacks, you could easily jump in with somebody, yes, right? Yes, Um I find it extremely the, rude. The other part is something like the Matterhorn or even splash for as much as it's going through or can i still call it splash um you I'll can still, still see the splash, queue right? up in front to where they're actually meeting up with somebody or if they're full of shit and they're just trying yeah. to get a hold of you true true get ahead uh, of you. what i did enjoy seeing was evcs or ecvs i got it backwards ECVs. ecvs are right there with me in line yes yep and no back door i really like that um but the queue was uninspiring. I mean, yeah, okay detail work. Uh, you got to a few things here and there that might seem familiar from the movies, you know, the panel, uh, the map panels, things like that. The weapons, the uniforms, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. It's an extremely long line. It probably will stay that way for quite a while, I think. Uh, unlike uh, the Millennium Falcon, where you can practically run up there. Oh. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Now, were you unspoiled riding this ride? I had seen some clips, but not like I, I never did a full ride through. Okay. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd seen um, uh, uh, Solo's kid, you know, put his lightsaber through the ceiling, that kind of thing. Um, I, I'd seen the room with all the, the troopers standing in it. Uh, I'd seen those kind of things. Okay. Now, um, what was your impression when you see them for the first time? Which one? The, the whole ride, the, or when, well, when you saw okay, troopers let's start, standing there? 
No, well, the riot. I, okay. Well, when you the saw troop the troopers standing there, because yeah. that's rather impressive when you first get off the ship and you, yeah. you're sitting. Yeah, but there, there's a lot to say about before you even yes, get exactly. there. Yes, exactly. That's why I was hemming and hawing if I should ask you about that. But why don't you, why don't you, why don't you start that from... was pretty cool. What, what I found funny was uh, Karen saying, well, look forward. And I heard some people around me said, look backwards. She had never turned around and realized you can see what's passing you or chasing you if you turn around. There's view screens above you. Let's say, yeah. I think there's some above you. There's in front of you. They're behind you. You you have like full 360 uh, immersion in that the shuttle. Um, that shuttle. The, the setup. I get. Oh, I guess before that, do you? Is that where the the chick is before yes, you? Yes, she gives you your. She tells you why they're leaving yeah. or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And that's pretty cool. That kind of looks like you know what we see in the movies. All that that array. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that's cool. But I thought the little transport. You know, you know, in my mind, I'm partly thinking, okay, how's this working? Because you know, I come in this door, we go out this door. Am I, you know, where am I at? Is it moving? You feel it move. You know, so that was all kind of cool. Um, I do like. I guess this is the one place that if a cast member is having a bad day, you'll really never know it because <laughs> they, they, they get to take it out of yes. you anyways. <laughs> um, no, like having fun... them wear Disney name tags kind of, you know, spoils a little bit of that. But um, I can tell you, before I mention any more of this, the biggest shock to me on this trip, and I was warned, is the total lack of standards in the park. Uh, Disney has given up. You mean personal grooming standards? Personal grooming standards. They've given up. And it is a shock to see certain hairstyles. I, I think in this area of the of the park, you could almost go any way you want, except for maybe a beehive or, uh, I mean, the Star Wars world has a lot of weird stuff going on. So I think it's kind of open open season. But in the rest of the park, I was a little shocked at the total lack of Disney standards. I think that really takes away from the park in general, but okay. So moving on. So that was kind of cool. They set you up, you know, you you get in there. Uh, my biggest problem with that room, it's very impressive. And Karen said the first time they went in, the screen behind them was not working. Um, so she didn't, she's like, oh, that's kind of weird, you know. The screen Big behind the stormtroopers, you mean? Like looking out at space? <laughs> Yeah, 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 that whole okay. that whole thing uh, was not working. Um, what I found disappointing was everybody I see online seemed to think like they. It, it, the impression was you could stand there as long as you want and do your selfies and get pictures, and there there was no stopping. I was trying to snap a selfie as I was walking backwards without tripping on somebody. Um, there wasn't the standing around to get a really good impression of watching them if they're shifting their weight or moving well, around an impressive room but i would have liked to spent a few more seconds or minutes you could have i mean i mean even though they're telling you okay rebel scum let's go let's go you could have done whatever they wouldn't have touched you they wouldn't have well they were anything. moving you on to the next portion of well the, you know seating you or whatever was well, the next the thing. next the next portion is you got to go down a hallway they funnel you through a door. You turn to the detention you, you center. You turn left. Yeah. You turn right. Yeah, and open out to the detention I will, center. I will say, you know, when I went on it, because I've only been on it when we had the initial openings of it. The queue was backing up into that room, so you were standing there as part of the queue in that room for about a good two or three minutes. 
before you were moving down the hallway to the detention center. I'll see, so see that, maybe that, the way they have it set up now is you just don't have the time. You, there's not that much queue to be able to stand uh, in. I, I, I got to say, I've only done it twice, so I'm trying to remember. Were I, there being? I have a counterpoint, so finish. When, when they're being mean to you and set you up, that's after this point, right? You you come off your shuttle, that's the, you pass that's through the detention this, yeah, hallway okay, you, just you, before you being put into yeah, cell. Yeah, but as you're coming off the shuttle, they're wrangling you like they just captured you, right? So they're telling yeah, you to yeah, move, yeah. telling you. But yeah. my uh, my last ride on it. I rode with the kids, and, I, and I said, we stopped. I put them out there in front of the store. I said, look like you're scared because you just got captured, <laughs> right? And they're making the face. We had time to set it up. They weren't saying, no one was saying anything. I think they just want you moving on by the time the next load comes out. Yeah, I mean. I, that's, I, 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 that's the sense I, I, I get. A part of me just kind of listens when they're saying move. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not wanting to be that straggler that's. Oh, there's yeah. that guy, you know, or there's that girl that just can't listen and follow the rules, okay. holding everybody else up, that's... you know. <laughs> okay. I I know that's your way. Yeah. Um, so impressive room. Um, from, you know, from a purely, if I was just looking at purely for money and design and uh, efficiency and all that, it seems a bit of be a bit of an overkill. How much did this attraction cost? Like three billion dollars or something? Shit I don't loads. know. I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, a lot, right? It, I mean, it, it, it's you know, it's kind of like going to Las Vegas and you realize how much money's going through a particular casino when they're not right on the street and they've got a big water fountain in front or whatever. You, you know that they're not worried about maximizing every bit of space. Uh, I kind of felt like that with this attraction in, in some instances. Well, they they uh, wanted scale, right? They wanted they wanted to give you some, oh, some sure, immersion in sure. scale. So when you get, I thought, okay, you, you cannot be not impressed by the ride vehicles and their movement. Correct. Okay, so, so so there we, are times when I thought there was no. How do I put this without sounding? Because I mean, I really enjoyed the ride. I'm trying not to be disingenuous. But I thought there were parts like the ATATs. Is that the big four? Yes. Four yeah, hoofed, yeah, that's four yes. hoofed ones. I thought they should be bigger. I, I don't know if that's the right scale to those, but I, I just I think it might be forced know. perspective a bit in that. Mm. Those. But yeah. it, it was cool. But some I just felt like some of the swinging you all over the place was more of a disorientation than truly giving you a movement of the story. Well, that's, yeah. that, that was just my impression. Okay. But well, I have a question. So when you got you're in the detention center and they put you in your little groups and mm -hmm. they put you in the room. Okay, so I that's why I asked if you're unspoiled. Did you know what to expect next, or did you have a clue? No, I, you know I didn't know what sequence. Like I've seen you know clips here and there, but I didn't really know the sequence, so yeah. I didn't necessarily know what was coming next. Okay, so was it a nice surprise when you got broke out? Like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. I, I mean. Like I say, I, I didn't see the nothing I saw in context online, and I tried to not spoil myself, um, you know, and watch a ride through. <laughs> but when they, you know, when it just started to throw you all over the place, I was like, God, I'm impressed by this, you know, programming of this machine um, and the ride system and all that. Um, it was cool when uh, Solo's kid was cutting through the ceiling, I, yeah. though I was stared at that a lot, going, okay. You know, it's funny. Have you seen the interview recently? I don't know if it was recent, but I just saw it recently with um, Obi Wan Kenobi 
saying that that lightsaber is stupid because it's got a hilt. He says, no lightsabers have hilts. With uh, Ian oh, McGregor. Was, yeah, Ewan McGregor, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was making fun of it, saying nobody's got a hilt on their lightsaber. You mean the hilt, like the two little, the two or little isn't that what it's called? Um, let me think. Like yeah, on a sword, the, the, the two little side things, the yeah. two little side yeah. lightsaber parts. Yeah. Well, the what's yeah. on your when if you have a standard sword, forget the lightsaber sword, because they're all they're they're like yeah. it's they're supposed to be like yeah, a it's sword. All the hilt, it's to yes. keep yeah. the blade from sliding down to your hand. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to guard your hand a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. he, he, it was just a funny little interview, and he just talked about, uh, you know, kind of like a, what a wuss he was with having a hilt on his <laughs> lightsaber. <laughs> I think it was probably when they prepped for what, – what, what's the latest show they've been on together? Was that Boba Fett? Obi-Wan. Was it? Oh, it's Obi, the Obi-Wan's here. I haven't seen it, so I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, no, uh, okay, so Kyle Ryan doesn't show up in Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan takes place – no, like, but he he does he sees um they they got back together with Anakin. He sees Anakin, yes, but you're yes. right. But he mentions he talks about the lightsaber. I think it's the same interview. It doesn't really matter. I just thought it was funny how he was kind of say, you know, Kylo Ren's got a wussy, you know, lightsaber. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you saw that's effect. Um the uh the decompression effect. That was well, you know, you know, here's what I said. I was going to call this attraction. It's it's a mixture of Pooh's Honeypot and Star Wars, because or Star Tours. At one point, More you can tell you've hooked in to a new mechanism, and now you're like an emotion simulator yes. with that decompression. You and you hear it clank in. Yes. And as you're rolling up, I can see the mechanism. Now, I'm not talking. Okay, well, you're talking about the drop. I'm talking about the decompression mm -hmm. that happens before the drop. Oh, where where um. Where Kylo, Kylo is like hanging on, and he's got you in a force grip, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the busts open, and you know, wind, and he falls down, and the thing makes him. Yeah, that was cool. Because because the drop cool. is the next effect. Yeah, yeah, and you know his AA figure was you know impressive. It had a lot of good movements, so uh, nothing bad to say about that. And like I said, overall, this was a very impressive ride. I was really. I, I guess I was kind of surprised it ended up outside. <laughs> At the end, uh, unload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, um, so you get you get loaded on your little robot, right? And you start yeah. off, and you see empty robots coming. Mm -hmm. They're coming from outside. Yeah, they're coming from outside, having, having just dropped people off. Yeah, and and it's more. Uh, uh, you know, I don't want to pick nits, but it's a more accurate description would be a mixture of Ratatouille and Star Wars. Well, I haven't been on Ratatouille, so I have no frame but, of reference. But the Ratatouille, I, ride, I haven't been on. I haven't been on the poo pot thing, but I've seen videos of that. So the, the Ratatouille uh, is the same. It's all GPS free roaming. Well, I think the Honey Pot is too. It was the first, uh, mm. I think, iteration of the. I don't want to call it. I, I'd be oh, a dis, doing okay. a disservice to an attraction at Epcot if I called it the first trackless system. I got in a big argument online with somebody. When about they were talking energy about adventure, uh, poo, I think, uh, and then Ratatouille and all this, the new trackless system. I'm like, well, trackless system's an old thing. It's been around since 1982. And uh, okay, the uh, when you say world of motion, you don't mean you don't mean our Winnie the Pooh right here at Disneyland. You mean no, 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 no. The, the Pooh one, one in, in China, just whatever, Tokyo. Shanghai, Tokyo. Tokyo. All right. Well, 
um, that was that was the first one that used, I think the the GPS type of uh, trackless system. Okay, yeah. Because so. I, you know, the world. You know, it's funny is it's, uh, I guess an Imagineer or somebody that worked at Disney or somebody who knew something came to my support and said, "No, you're you're right. These guys, even if an Imagineer says this is our first trackless system, and he's probably." In his twenties or thirties, he has no, has no idea. connection no to the the energy one. And the pe people were trying to argue, well, it, there is a track. It's a guide wire embedded in the concrete. I said, yeah, but there's no connection. A track is a physical. To me, yes. a track yes. is a physical connection between the ride vehicle and what you're conveying on. Yes. And so, truly, energy was the first trackless yes. system. Now the first maybe GPS, that, yeah. the first GPS trackless system, arguably, I believe, would be um, Pooh's Honeypot in, in Tokyo. When and then from uh, there, it's got even better and better and better. When was Pooh Honeypot opened? Uh, I want to say it was the early two thousands. I'm not really sure. You'd have to look that up. You have to do something. It's Shanghai. You said I'm going to look research because well, yeah, look, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's because everybody was raving about that ride when it first opened. You sure, you sure you're not confusing it with Mystic Manor? No, I am not. On this one, I'm. Are you looking it up? I am going to while you okay. while you guys keep talking. Well, while I, so in general, um, so so let me let me talk about. We tried to ride Rise again, not the same day because I've only been on it once. The next time we were there, and I had seen. Okay, I hate you know I hate the term hack. <laughs> and especially life hacks or line hacks or whatever hack someone's trying to hack. The suggestion was wait till late in the evening, then go over to Rise, because even if you get in line, they're not going to kick you out because, you know, that's not what they do. And the line is shorter towards the end of the night. We got to that fucking ride two hours before the park closed. Closed to stand by only if you had genie plus or whatever the fuck that thing's called um i should have we should have done a warning i probably will be not be able to hold back on my ah, my language here after a while because there's some things that really no, piss me off and no this one, was one of them no one expects it though that's you know i paid thousands of dollars to go to this park and i so did everybody else yeah but <laughs> i would i would guess the majority are in my camp they don't want to pay the extra money after they've already paid the hundreds of thousands to go in and like me would like to go stand in line and i don't even have the option that is fucked up and we, we tried to twice to get into the queue for uh the reimagining of the stupid looking mickey and the, the mickey's uh toontown fiasco or whatever that thing's called um which everybody's told me Hold hold your thoughts until you actually ride it because it's kind of a cool ride. And my wife finally got on it yesterday, I think, and she said, yes, it was kind of cool. It was cute. But she's a little more forgiving than I am. Um, just a tad, you know. But they, they liked it. And, you know, the big D, uh, he told me also, you know, he wasn't sure, but he enjoyed it once he rode it in Florida. Uh, I just don't like the, the new look of Mickey in there. I think it's kind of stupid two-dimensional look of them yeah i don't I, I don't care for it but 
I guess the attraction is cute. If that's <laughs> what you're looking for in a billion dollar attraction or million dollar or whatever it's costing you. Yeah. Allow me to say, I'll just say this and then I'll let you rant on it. The whole <laughs> new lightning pass thing. If you remember when we first brought out the fast pass to go on there, the whole, you got to remember who it was that was in charge at the time with Paul Preston and everything. The whole purpose was rather than have you spend 20, 30, 40 minutes in the queue, you can get the fast pass and you can go spend 15, 20, 30 minutes in a, a store. store. No, we just went to a different ride. Yeah, yeah. and that's what, a lot of, that's what a lot of people did, too. And at the time, it was like it, it was a mixed blessing because it really didn't save anything because those that got the fast pass are making people that are in the queue wait that much longer. It's not, you know, you think, oh, I got 15-minute queue. Well, no, you got all these other fast pass people coming in, and it's going to extend your queue out to about 20, 25 minutes now. Oh, my, my daughter's complained a lot that they've literally stood for 30 minutes while they let lightning people go through, and they well, haven't I'm, moved at all. Before, before we get to the lightning, I'm, I'm just going right now with the fast pass. The saving grace that I always said with the, with the fast pass was, unlike some parks that remain nameless that are over in Universal City and over in Florida, where they charge you the front-of-the-line pass, and you have, and those that can afford those char extra it charges. It was free. Go, hmm? It was free. Yeah, it was free. That's a long, it's a long way around to get to. It was free. It was free. And allow me to go my long way. <laughs> um, but it was free. And then, you know, you had those people that were abusing it. And people would start complaining that, especially when we had the passes going with uh, uh, Rise to Resistance and some of the others. You can't get the fast pass until you're in the park. Well, everybody that came in at park opening jammed up the whole system and filled it all in. And so those that would come in like yourself after work on your pass, there's no way of getting in there because all the fast passes are out. And that was the only way to get on the attraction. You can't just wait in the queue. So there were, there were some problems with it, but when they brought out this whole lightning pass where and it's just not a flat rate. It's a variable rate on how busy the day is and what attraction it is, where you have to pay money on the whole thing. To me, it just leaves a really, really sour taste in my mouth. I do not like it at all. There is nothing that's going to ever make me like it. But, you know, whatever. So I'll let you rant the rest of the way on that. No, it's a, it's a, you jumped around a little bit, but it's a good point is, when it was free, you could say, well, it's free. But now you got to pay for the privilege after, you know, if you just walked up to the gate one day, you're going to pay at least $120, $150 probably for a park hopper, I'm guessing. And then have to pay even more money if you want to get on the new hot attractions. Yeah. No, no, you know, I was... I was comparing it a little bit for Karen. I said, she probably didn't remember. She wasn't a big early rope dropper, um, as far as I know, back before we met her, even when, after we first met. If you wanted to go to the Gordon, Golden Horseshoes, Gordon, Gordon, Golden Horseshoe Review, Golden Horseshoe Review <laughs> thank yes. you, in the 70s or 80s, the only way you could do it was basically get in the park early, the first thing you do, you'd walk over the Gordon Horseshoe, you would stand in line, and you'd get your ticket for free. 
for you know whatever show time was available. Yeah, not much different than you know the way the fast pass. Now back then the parks, what we th- <laughs> were we waiting? Uh, we, we we didn't think the parks were crowded back then, right? <laughs> you, 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 a crowded day is nothing compared to what it is today. I don't think. Okay. But we used to think it was, but we stood in line. You know, all Pirates was wrapping around the side of the building. Ah, uh, what the hell? You know, you're with your buddies. That's you're, right, you chat. You shoot go, the shit for 45 by, minutes or an hour. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we didn't need a book called Surviving the Q Line, which, you know, is an obvious faux pas in the title, but the, I was going to say, yes. You know, the and the funny part about that, I I saw her at Mouse Fest and she used to be plaid. I'm like, you should know better. She goes, what do you mean? Who's, who's I said, this? you can't have a Q line. You have a Q or you have a line. You know, oh, the, both. the author, you mean? Yeah. And she goes, well, that's what they told us it's called here. I'm like, well, I worked for Disneyland for 10 years, and we would have never called it a Q line. We would have called it a line or a Q, but never a Q line. Yes. Yeah. So. Somebody taught you wrong. Yeah. Um, and by the way, before I rant some more, have you seen this? cosplay Walt Disney dude that walks around the parks dressed like Walt Disney. No. Oh, I see him online and he even does this. And he'll sometimes even spread his fingers apart. You guys can see what I'm doing. It's yes. like he's he's doing the after the airbrushed point to take the cigarette <laughs> out. No, I have not. That's no, hilarious. I, Personally, I don't think he looks that much like Walt, but he wears the kind of gray suit and the little, the little um, uh, tie. And people stand around; they take his picture. You know, I thought the thing was, and that's another thing I noticed in the park, is cosplayers. It's no longer bounding. I mean, especially in Star Wars Land. Yeah. Oh, oh me. my gosh! Did you get any on you? <laughs> Just on the mic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Glad about the same room. The cosplaying and the wearing of what I would consider a costume, I, I think, has got a little out of control. I mean, it used to be okay, kids, it's all going to have a mask, but it's just, um, along with the hair standards and everything else, is I think a little out of control. Uh, just, just a side comment, and I saw, you know, seeing this Walt guy because remember the admiral. And even Disney got yeah. mad because people yeah. want to take a picture thinking he was a, a face character. Uh, I see the same thing here. It's like, are they endorsing this kind of bullshit now or just ignoring it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hard yeah. to tell. I would okay. I would say mostly ignoring it. But, it, you know, sometimes you got to say, are we crossing a line there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go back to Star Wars land. Hang, hang on hey, a second. Real, hang on. real quick. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You go ahead, Richard. Oh, I was going to say real quick, the whole two-pointed finger thing, I always get a kick out of that, that well, they, t- they, they teach now, I will say now, not when I, w- when, I, when I went through the university, but they teach now when you go through there. Oh, yes, Walt showed us the two-finger point because you don't want to point anything. That's rude. That's, as, and as we all know, that's absolutely bogus because Walt had a cigarette in his hand, and that's why he was using <laughs> the two fingers, and they airbrushed the cigarette out. And it was you just saw the two pointed finger or the two point finger point. The actual way, having known the man and actually being taught by the man, Van France, who created and uh, built the Disney University, 
we were always taught back in the day, it's a full open hand as you guide a person through because you're introducing them to the place. Where's the restroom? It's over here with a full open hand because you're introducing them to the direction that they want to go for the restroom. And it's like, I always, if it's one finger or two fingers, it's still pointing. So or depending on which finger. That's uh, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> All right. Well, I can do the three finger point too. Yeah. So, so well, by the way, uh, we, we took the monorail in the first time, I think, which is, so Karen's got a way now of trying to get from making your friends over into Pixar parking or whatever that one's called and then walking over. Um, so we took the monorail. We were first four in line. Pulls up and I'm like, oh, well, maybe we'll sit in front. Didn't open that door. Didn't allow anybody up there. And they had two big orange square box looking things sitting up there have any idea what that is no clue you're not the only one that's told me that i have no clue what it which, is which which, to ask them. which are the two things am i not the first to tell you that About, you couldn't ride in the front or there were these boxes up there all the above that you okay. that they don't allow guests up in the front compartment anymore and that there's two big boxes sitting up there okay and it still could be a holdover from covid who knows uh or you know from a dude getting squished in florida it could be, and I wondered if those were first aid kits or something. I, I don't know. It just um, it just seemed well, odd, and I didn't ask. I didn't push it. I just it was my first day back. I didn't want to, you know, freak out on everything. But anyways, we were walking behind the Matterhorn, going over to, uh, you know, got to make a restroom stop. When did the King and Queen restrooms become a one-way? They used to be two-way. You can see where the old doors used to be. I think that's be. a COVID yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, where the quote-unquote old doors are, that's the pathway going into the uh, workshops there. Well, it couldn't be because there's no door there. It's sealed up, but you can tell where they used to be. Well, um, oh, only one way in and out. Done, so not two what, what, Mike? So that was, that was done close to about 2005. Well, it's so, been that long, huh? So two entrances? Or, so down to one entrance, you mean? When you say, yeah, when you say one way, I think what, they've, what, what it looks like they've done is they put Maybe it wasn't an, a very accessible restroom. There's a big accessible stall at one end, which closes off the path to you oh. know keep on going. Okay. Um, but I just thought, hmm, this is, this restroom seems smaller than before. All right. To to go back to uh, your trackless ride rant. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shanghai Disneyland. Well, it's not a rant. It's it's a it's a conversational. Shanghai piece. Disneyland Winnie the Pooh is tracked. It's just like Magic Kingdom in Florida. Okay. I, I, I think I've said this like three or four fucking times. Tokyo. Tokyo. I asked you twice if it was Shanghai. And I you said, said yes. I said Tokyo. I said Tokyo. I, uh, Tokyo. You Tokyo. Not, you Tokyo. said Shanghai. Tokyo. I never now you mean, Roll that tape back. Roll now, that tape I'm back. I'm not right going to waste my time rolling the tape back. <laughs> but you asked said Shanghai because I still have the original Google query here when you started talking about it. I never said Shanghai. Tokyo. I, I will say I was looking up Tokyo because that was my understanding. Okay. It was Tokyo. So I don't remember who said what, but I was thinking Tokyo. China's on somebody's mind. September 4th, 2000 is when Pooh's Honey Hunt is a unique trackless dark ride. So it opened in 2000. Well, that's why I'm freaking... But here's the funny thing. There's a whole... There's like a whole reference about all the different versions of 
Pooh's thing out there and not a single mention of Tokyo. That should have been my first clue that, oh, Pooh's Honey Hunt. So, so, something was different. You know, yeah. I had to point out, Karen didn't know that uh, Buff, Biff, and... Uh, Max, Buff, Max Buff and Melvin. There you go. She didn't even know they were up there, and she's. I had to point it out to her. You know, and I went to, I was assuming Splash was closed uh, and Splash was still open because I had seen an interesting little clip on Instagram and it showed people getting the last ride in in Florida and then cast members taking the actual last, last ride. And then they went to Florida and the, I mean, to California and the uh, flume, the boats were coming down empty. And the comment was, it's too cold in California right now to ride splash. Oh, because brother. I mean, well, for us, it's been in the forties and fifties at night. It's pretty cold. Um, yeah. Now my, yeah, for us, that's cold. My aunt in, uh, Missouri, she goes, that's so quaint. It's zero here. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's it's a matter of perspective, but we we walked by, we're there, and it's still open. Now, Karen doesn't want to ride it because, you know, unlike Florida, you actually get wet in California, real wet. And unless you're walking out of the park right there, you don't want to risk hypothermia when you're... Florida, you get wet just walking through the park. You don't have to go on the... They don't have to add that much because you're already, yeah. That's right. Um... (laughs) I told you the story of uh, when I was working in the park one day with a friend of mine, and it's about 60 degrees. We just opened up the park. I'm wearing my coat and uh, gloves. She has her coat, a sweatshirt on underneath, has her scarf all around everything. And this couple come up to us. They're wearing Bermuda shorts and tank tops. And the guy looks at us, does everybody in California wear a coat when it goes below 70 degrees? And I looked at my friend, and I look at them, I go, Yes, yes, no. we do. <laughs> no, it's got to get it's got to get down to the sixties well, for me to dur- shed. Yeah. Dur- well, it was sixty that morning, but at this found out these folks were from upstate New York's uh, well, New York. So I'm this sure was Mike a nice calm day for them. I'm sure Mike experienced this like I did. I'm like you know I'm like mowing my grass or something on base, and it was pretty chilly. And I probably had long pants and a jacket on, and I see some other guy. You know, he's out in the shorts and his you know white beater shirt. Find out he just came in from Alaska. You know, he's, yeah, yeah. It's uh, a nice day. Yeah, so it's all, yeah, it's all a matter of perspective. So, anyways, back to um, Star Wars Land. Yeah, still, I find it a good land. And you know, I guess I can't really say there's not a lot of attractions because you could go to Adventureland, right? And there's two. Um, you could go to a lot. You know, Frontierland. There's what technically two attractions in Frontierland. Um, maybe three if you count an extra boat. Uh, but, you know, not all lands have a lot of things to do. Uh, you know, it's a lot of shopping, food. Uh, couldn't get into Olga's. We stood there, you know, another hack, you know, just keep hitting the, join the queue and just keep hitting it and refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. You'll eventually get in. They had a walk. Uh, at, didn't they have, there's a, you're supposed to be able to walk up, a walk up yes, wait list. It's a walk up virtual queue that you have to have the app for. So they, they had a person dedicated just to telling people how to use the app, load the app. Oh, yeah. And that reminds me, that reminds me, <laughs> I have seen all over the park, both parks, a little podium, a cast member, sometimes duels cast members, and sometimes a canopy because poor little guys don't want to get you know hot or get the sun on them during the day. Are these like just concierge posted around the park that I- help? people are they, are they wearing plaid yeah, are they guest services that's, no they're not wearing awesome plaid. About... they're wearing the costume of the area huh 
Okay, not planned. If if you remember, if you remember, I was talking about my trip in Florida. They they have people set up at these things to help people with the app. Well, or to help people that wondered, don't have the app. Know, because, or just general questions, you know, because there's always yeah. an idiot that'll be standing in front of the restroom and yes. ask you where it is. And I, and I think it's a way to offload the line at City Hall the best they can. Okay. I, I just wondered. It was something new, but they were all dressed, you know, accordingly to the area, all the ones you, I saw, no, not plaid. I bet I bet with for the years out, they're going to have their own uniform, something generic. Something that stands out so you know they're there to help. Yeah, um, but they sort, don't, of, sort of like security, they're, they just keep one generic. Wait, oh, uh, quick tangent, security. Do they yeah. have a different? Do they have a different costume, or an additional costume, or an alternate costume that's black? No. Oh, for security, yeah. Yes. There's the uh, utility. They? Yeah, they're like. Uh, 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 okay, I've seen Enrico wearing that in Downtown Disney, but they don't wear that in Star Wars Land. No, in fact, uh, he doesn't wear it anymore either because they took that out from downtown Disney. Uh, it's uh, your dog handlers wear that. And um, I want to say there's another group, but that's pretty much it. Your dog handlers no. will be wearing that type of outfit. Speaking, you know, so it's all black, of, right? It's all black. Richard, it's all Richard. black. It, it's it's dark, navy, dark, dark navy blue. Okay. okay. I, I I guess I should have started <clears throat> at uh, at Pat Down before we got <laughs> in the park. Did you get did you get a thrill? Um, you know, so we we had went with Jeff Mitchell and his wife a few weeks earlier, Nat, just to downtown Disney have dinner and discuss some projects we're working on. And I swear, I was, I felt a little. What would the word be? Um, Violated. Yes, that's a really good way to put it. Um, if that guy got that wand any closer to my junk, we would have been best mates. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, that's I, always been your experience at Disneyland. I, well, well, my experience is I'm loved by everyone. What can I say? <laughs> okay. you know? Um, I know. I, I remember guys coming up to me asking if you were... Uh, <laughs> if I was uh, available? a friend of Dorothy. Yeah, were you available? Or, yes. Uh, anyways, so that was costuming that knew your sizes by heart. I had <laughs> good for him. Um, I finally asked this guy this last time. I'm, I'm like, what's the deal here? I'm, I'm, is it the belt buckle? Is this, you know, it's not like a big, you know, uh, redneck belt buckle or anything. And he says, Do you have your wallet in your pocket? I'm like, Yes. I'm like, Okay, I'll take that. Usually, I've never had a wallet set it off and not never i never set it off with pins on my jacket or anything no cell phone doesn't set it off you know they don't make you empty your pockets uh in fact the new way they have is they kind of um they kind of watch you come in and you, they'll say you go there you go there because there's a machine looking carrying, at, there's a machine carrying, looking at you what because there's a machine looking at you no it's y they're yes? literally a per well, hold on. There's a person that says, "Okay, you, you got a stroller, you got large bags. You're going there because you're going to get. They got to go through your shit. You, you don't carry any bag. It's almost like a single rider thing. You go that way, and then you walk through a. You still walk through a metal detector, but they kind of, you know, speed it through by not making people that are carrying nothing wait behind people with all kinds of shit with them. Okay, so quick tangent, Florida. This is probably coming to Disneyland. You walk through something that looks like a metal detector but it's really scanning you in other ways. 
It's not a metal detector. It, it scans you for other things. Is and it like that Schwarzenegger movie? Not no, no it you don't. It's not a whole long thing. But there's a dude standing there with a little podium, and he's watching. And it's a it's the view of that machine looking at you. And as a, as you walk in, if it flags you, he points you out to get further treatment. If it doesn't flag you, he points you to keep going. Yeah, I so don't just, think not space just, for that. Kind you just of keep walking level. through. It's coming to Disneyland. I guarantee it. Because it's the the knots one is the same one they've been using for the last couple of years. It's just they've got smart of not putting people with the big giant freaking stroller. Something I had a big complaint at Disneyland about. I, th- I thought some things like that uh, weren't allowed in the park anymore. And so, but anyways, the guy told me, and I don't, you know, again, I don't know if this is accurate. Um, that they have been finding that the RFID stuff in uh, the Get credit cards, debit cards and stuff, and stuff? Are, set, are setting the machine off. Now, and I also, I carry a wallet that's got an RFID blocker um, which, to protect my cards. Off. Plus, my Apple card is metal, and I, I don't know if um, that would set it off. I would say definitely the RFID blocker will set it off because that is actually a uh, mylar or some other type of metal to prevent the radio waves to penetrate you to your card. Okay, well, I guess I need to stop. I I never thought about taking my wallet out. I just got to start throwing it in the pile uh, with everything else. Uh, But there are some of the security guys that are, are a little aggressive with their wand and their humiliation level of checking you um and they're, they're a little aggressive i thought but you know. i think they're just attracted to you greg um, i just some guys just they were gruff that's that's i i'm, I'm thinking they're getting their cheap thrills doing doing this work uh, you know not everybody's could, cut out the wave of wands could be yeah um so anyways back to the park so the night that i couldn't get on rise because they were no longer allowing a paying guest to ride the ride um i think karen wanted to use the restroom or something i'm like oh i'm gonna go get a thermal detonator closed two hours before the fucking park is closed almost every popcorn wagon churro wagon coke wagon that i walked by was freaking closed and the ones that weren't had lines long enough that i needed to pay for lightning lane to get my (laughs) churro (laughs) Um, I, I just found that a little disappointing. Um, and we didn't, we didn't do that much at Disneyland. We kind of concentrated. We, we did, you know, uh, pirates, man, uh, the mansion was still the holiday mansion much longer than I expected it to be the holiday mansion. I think all the way through the end of, uh, January was still holiday. Yeah. It's a long time. Um, yeah, it was a long time. So we, you know, we concentrated on those road on the train a little bit. Did, did the Jungle Cruise. I finally saw my politically correct woke cruise. And I thought, wow, these jokes are really bad. Not punny bad, but just bad. And then we wrote it again on another night. Weren't even close to the same jokes. And I, I, usually they're, you, you know, the, the, all the skippers are pretty close. They throw in a thing of their own here and there. But in general, I've found them to be fairly close. Yeah, that oh, they're supposed to be following supposed, a script. There's, there's a part, uh, yeah, there's part of this. About the only thing that was the same was backside the backside of water. Short of that, they were two completely different ones. I'm sure the girl thought she's been really cute uh, trying to call the 
uh, zebras, stripy horsey things. And I forgot what she called the two elephants. Um, so between in the last one, the speaker was so bad it was very it was cracking, it was uh, distorting. And when did they take the seat the pads off the seats? Now you got to sit in that freaking hard. That's been a while. You know, you asked, uh, you asked me that a little bit ago, uh, and I never answered. Sorry. Um, they got rid of those. That happened. That's I want to say that was just before the pandemic. They were changing. That they got rid of those. You know, on one hand, I can get it. They're probably high maintenance. They're replacing them a lot. They're they cost money. And you know, blah, my blah, understanding blah. is that's exactly why they got rid of them. But on the flip side, you you know you used to they flip the one up right that you walk down yep. on. So now yeah. you got to sit where everybody's just walked through with their gum or whatever as they yeah. trapes yeah. you know through there. Um, but I thought the ride was really short and I know they didn't change the length of the ride. At least they haven't done that since uh, Indiana Jones went in. Um, they probably sped through it. Oh, they did to the point where they almost hadn't finished, uh, the joke about something and they were already past it. Uh, two, two heads, some two, that, two heads of your, two heads of yours for one of his or something like that, or. Oh, they didn't do that one because that's Tra Trader, yeah. Trader Sam's been changed all out. That doesn't exist anymore. Um, uh, the monkeys, there's monkeys there now, right? There's monkeys everywhere. Someone was a, when they redid that attraction. They were no nope, okay, and that's 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 something else that bugged me. Um, hey, real quick before you start, Greg, yeah. did they uh, do the two shots with the hippo pool? I believe they did. Yes, they shoot up in the air. Okay, God forbid you shoot at them. Yeah, because somebody was telling me that they were getting rid of the guns again. I know they were still firing. Okay. Um, and luckily, unlike Disney World, they're not electronic. <laughs> they're still using, I believe, uh, training caps, caps or something, you know. Yeah. Um, but we and we rode it at night. And, the, you know, the, the elephant pool is always hard to see at night. But they barely talk about it. They make some pun jokes about, you know, this is what, you know, their trunks are on and how long they've been in the water. That's what you look like. But the one that almost shoots you with water twice i've either either it's broke or they just never do that little stunt anymore he just pull his head comes out of the water but he doesn't even shoot water at the boat anymore um or as you're pulling up to it where it was kind of crossing the path but they referred to monkeys all the time and any self um respecting ape would not like to be called a monkey <laughs> <laughs> okay, there are a couple monkeys in there, and I believe it's when at the end where there's the, they're the cameras, right? They're trying where, to take your where, picture. No, where, where the where the African spear, <laughs> I don't want to uh, guys, you know, would come up with their you yep. know their gear and everything. There's two crates, and I believe those were those were monkeys. But the sunken boat or the crash boat, whatever you want to call it, those are apes. Chimpanzees. Those are chimpanzees. Yeah. 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 The, there's chimpanzees and gorillas at the camp, yes. you know. I guess you know, and they can handle weapons, but I guess the humans can't. <laughs> but the, you can let the the apes handle them. Um, well, that's what they did in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and I have to say, reverting back to 1970, there's nothing that they changed that I didn't like. It's if they would have just changed it, it was it was all the the ramp up to it and the reasons why I don't think the changes were that bad though I, I think like the um, the baboons that they put where they're now at they just they robbed them from the savannah they used to be I think right as you were entering the savannah they were off to the right 
now they're somewhere else. They just moved them around. Um, but I, I need to make a good effort to sit on the other side of the boat the next time I'd sit on both sides. And it's, you know, it's like going through the uh, mine train at knots. You yeah. really got to tw twist around to see some things, depending on what side you're sitting on. Yes. So if you ride it more than once, you got to switch sides. So you, you get a good view of, um, of both sides, but, um, and, and not bad. The little trader, uh, Sam, the, the Sam's shop or whatever they do at the end. It's, it's kind of cool. Um, the second guy was better than uh, the girl skipper, but in general, there was a real backup. I don't know if they were loading the wheelchair on one, but we had to sit and the guy had to keep backing up. It's like it would float back a little bit, he'd go forward and then push back a little bit. He, for whatever reason, there was a big backup. You don't happen uh, to remember your skipper's names, do you? No, I don't. Because um, right. I, I know gosh. one of them. I mean, I know a skipper. Oh, you know, he's not necessarily one of those two. Um, well, if you tell me the name, I could tell you if it's the one I know or not. Oh. The, the guy was Hispanic, I believe. No. All right. Um, no. And the girl was white, but I, I, I she was not very good. The skipper I know is a I dude, did. and he's not Hispanic. Okay, so it probably wasn't that. But I, I, I enjoyed the attraction. Now, I'm going to tell you something I did that is, here's another. It's, I, I know part of this is just Disney's, you know, suffering from their own success. Um, We had come from DCA. They were getting, you know, it was getting wasn't closing time but we're like oh, let's go to disneyland i thought oh shoot the fireworks are come coming up we'll jump on the train and you know we'll get around main street oh train's closed firework time yeah Can't they the closed train. the train now during fireworks believe it or not so that sucked so you know karen wanted to uh i said well let's try they had the back alley on the west side of the uh main street open hmm. kind of wandered over there I was just simply going to ask nicely if it was two-way traffic. The guy about took my head off. I wish I would have looked to see what his name was and just walked right over to City Hall because he was an asshole. Um, yelled at us one-way traffic only, pointing the other way with his little light gun. I'm like, well, fuck you too. I didn't say that out loud, but I was thinking it. <laughs> uh, so we went through the Emporium, came out at the clock shop or whatever it's called now, and uh of course what's that it's called fortuosity now oh, okay um you came out there and i could see they're directing people across the street to the east side. i'm like i don't want to go there i want to stay on the west side and they were telling people they, they had to go the other way and i just kind of ignored them and kept going i heard some lady says oh we're, we're somebody right there like they were standing <laughs> in, in line you know on the other side of the rope already i just kept going so uh, we got up to the point where we were at Co just outside of Coke Corner, and I could see the guy again. He's telling people I got to go across the street. Oh no, he was going to send them backwards. I'm like, nope, this ain't happening. So made a quick left over to um, whatever this Plaza Pavilion is called now. Jolly Holiday. Jolly, Jolly Holiday. Got up there to the upper level. Kept going, kept going. Got to go out the entry. Now, fuck, we're stuck again. They're sending everybody south. I don't want to go south. So I kind of went up to the guy. I'm like, where's the tiki room? He goes, it's in Adventureland. And I'm like, isn't that right there? He says, yes, but you'll have to go like upstream because you get all these people. I'm like, I don't care. He says, well, I can't stop you. He says, I want you to go to the other way, but I can't stop you. Fine. Karen held onto the back of my jacket and I just plowed through the crowd. Um, Cause I think it is fucking stupid. And I've had this happen before. And this is nothing new. 
where they forced us to go north on the east side and you couldn't cross over the hub. So, so you were stuck. Was this post fireworks side. you said? Yes, this was maybe 30 minutes before fireworks and the main main oh, street was packed already fireworks. all the way down to okay. the emporium. And, and I know they're doing I I understand they're doing crowd control. They're trying to do the best they can. But um and again, this is another thing. Disney's keeps doing all these grand things instead of just shooting the stupid things up in the air where you could see it from anywhere. So everybody wants to crowd Main Street to see whatever the latest projection was or and then last I saw a video of uh that big white dude from that movie Hero was it Hero One or oh, whatever Hero, Big Hero Big Six. Hero. Big Hero Six. They got him flying around. I don't know if he was part of the show that was gonna be that night, but I have seen videos of him flying around. Um but to, to you know to tell me and I'm and I'm at Plaza Pavilion that I can't go to the tiki room right around the corner that I I need to walk all the way down Main Street cross at least halfway cross go back, back up and be maybe be able to cross across cross the hub at that point I'm like this is bullshit you know and then the guy says I can't stop you fine so if that's their attitude I just say go the opposite whenever they tell you you can't just keep going are they going to call security on you just because you're walking backwards through the crowd? I don't know. Uh. But, you know, so over at DCA, so my first time in the Avengers campus, a little disappointed with the Avengers campus, very plain and boring. But we were, again, you know, to mention restroom stops, again, <laughs> well, you know. to use the restroom, we see... It's the one over there next to, I think it's Pim's restaurant. Yeah. And uh, I didn't see any line at the guy. So I thought, okay, and there's a little line at the women's. I go in and, oh, there's a line for the guys inside. And you come out. And I'm like, well, this is bullshit. And come out. And Karen's like, nah. And we saw some security by the women's restroom. Two or three security. I'm like, ah, screw this. Walked away. As we're walking towards the Pim restaurant, there's two more security and a security supervisor standing a long ways away watching whatever's going on i'm thinking the supervisor's supposed to get in there see what's going on nope he's got the troops over there and he's just watching from afar what was I don't going know on what was going on you i have no idea why no. they were there you couldn't really tell it didn't didn't seem like an outrageous guest or any you know bs like that but um you know it was weird now i had contacted richard i'm like because well, this was the second time we were there and I looked at this big building that's got a little ship on top of it. There's some doors that look like a that's door it. to to that's a, a um, the okay, hold jet. on. Yeah. There's there's a there's some sliding doors that look like an entry to a you know a grocery store or a mall store. I'm like, oh, okay, I wonder what's in there. And then there's the big giant stores doors where the trolley tracks go into. So Richard tells me this is just a million dollar facade to hide the trolley storage. And I'm looking at it. I know they, I guess they have characters walk around up on the balcony. But I'm thinking as a guest who had no idea what was going on in the area, I'm I'm wondering what's going on in the area. When's this door get open? When can I go in? What's what's going on inside of this adventure's building? Absolutely nothing. Nothing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, toward To the south uh, of it, though, uh, they have space for an attraction that they're supposed to build. Right, oh, ne yeah, It'll go right next to the trolley storage, but... Then, well, but, maybe that's, you know, if that's what's coming soon. But, but those restrooms, I, those restrooms you were talking about, Greg, those are the original yeah. Bugsland restrooms. 
Oh, they didn't tear those told, down. Yeah. You know what I told Karen? I said, you know the reason why the line is so long there? It's a PIM restroom. They're really small. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and I looked at the PIM restaurant. So, again, you know, we had, she was, like, trying to pre-order and do the food, and I'm looking through. What a pain in the ass mobile ordering for food is, isn't it? <laughs> when did fucking Disneyland food turn into frou-frou food at almost every freaking location? Chance to, um, a reason to charge not, money. Reason to charge big I get, money. I guess yeah, so. You're, you're going back to the start of 2000, just about when they started bringing a lot of the frou-frou food. That was when we talked about in the past where I said people come to Disneyland, they want to get that hot dog, that burger, corn dog, and get on with life and move on. They didn't want to get all this little fancy stuff that's going all frou-frou everywhere. Well, no one wanted to and, sit down you know, and, but I, and take, Let's digress for a minute. Let's think about that. Because I heard a guy, I think it was the food guy talking to Bill Handel. And was saying that Disneyland didn't really offer any good food. It's just, you know, hot dogs and hamburger fare. And I'm like, whoa, put on the brakes, big boy. You know, growing up at the park, literally, you know, from the late 60s going in, you know, you could get uh, bacon and eggs. Breakfast, you know, two yeah. places on Main Street. You yep. can get breakfast. You get down to the end of the street. Oh, you can have fried chicken, mashed potatoes. You know, it's still kind of you know good old american you know farm food but you know you can do that i forgot what the plaza pavilion used to have was it still just sandwiches and stuff i, don't, I really don't remember yeah, as far as i can remember going back it was just mostly sandwiches on things yeah. there so you could get tacos and stuff over in Frontierland. you could get uh, uh what was originally the aunt jemima place then turned into uh what's the uh, uh that was uh, River riverbell terrace Riverbell Terrace, uh, it's you know had different stuff over the years, and yes, they had a it, really good breakfast menu there as well. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the Mickey pancakes, all that that stuff, and then you get into you know um, New Orleans, and they had you know uh, between the two different places, they had more, or actually there's three if you count the Blue Bayou, but you know you had from Monte Cristo's to again fried chicken, and then yes, you can get hamburgers and hot dogs everywhere, but you had your choice to to have some. You know, it's not frou frou food. It's no. but now I I look at but it and I like we we what Mike? I say it's, you're right. It's not it's just a step up from hamburgers. Yeah, and hot yeah, dogs, but it's right? a step up from hamburgers and hot dogs. And uh, so I remember when we went to Star Wars Land, and we ate at I don't even know what the names of the shops there are, are but those sit Dock, docking well, bay seven. Docking bay. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a yeah. sit down, but you have to walk up to get it. So it's not a you know full service, but. Um, I thought we had a rib option or we something. We did. Yeah, the sticky yeah. ribs. You had ribs, yeah. yeah, yeah not anymore, they don't. And, and uh, a, uh, I had pot roast, I think. It we, was. Yeah. I'm thinking this maybe came out of COVID. There are far few choices in some of these restaurants. I mean, very few choices. Was the, uh, I even noticed Flo's Diners uh, seemed to have less than what they had like before. Flo's. Yeah, I noticed uh, they, they were missing a couple items. We went there for... Uh, uh, we had some tickets that were getting ready to expire, so we went in there and we had dinner that night. And I was actually kind of looking forward to the meatloaf, and it's not yeah, there. Yeah, see, it's not on the menu anymore. Not, I'm not a meatloaf fan, but what? Tell me what you described Flo's Cafe is. What kind of food is that? Americana. Flo's Cafe. No, 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 no. Not, I'm not talking to you, Mike. Sorry. Well, I how do I know that? I should have. I know. I should have preferenced <laughs> even, that. But even, I'm, look, even, I'm looking at Richard's face. Even on if you Skype. point to the yeah. camera, you're still pointing at both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, you, tell me, you. Tell me what you described that as. What you and Karen described that food as. It's uh, was always listed as comfort food, American comfort food. Okay. Diner and food. 
one time I asked you, what's comfort food? Because, you know, I asked Karen, I said, and she asked me, she goes, what's that mean? So I asked Mike, I said, he says it's comfort food. She goes, what's that mean? And remember, here's a person who grew up with a 99.9% Italian mother um, who did most of the cooking. So you can imagine a lot of Italian food. Italian food to, I mean, a comfort food to an Italian, not the same thing. You, you're telling me, like they say in China, oh, let's get some comfort food. Yeah, I got to find some mashed potatoes and gravy or, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's it's very, you know, it's. It's, it's kind of the road, roadside diner. It's diner, my, my, diner okay. food, yeah. Comfort food was the description the company gave. I always okay. looked at it. It was okay. kind of like the roadside diner type Okay, food. I thought you said like Karen did that too. And I understand that because actually I grew up with my grandmother cooking that kind of food. So to me, it'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I, I that'd be really good. But I'm almost getting to the point where maybe uh, teriyaki chicken might be my comfort food, you know, or a corn dog. It's, 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 always, it's very subjective, but... Did you happen um, to notice if the ro the Ronto Roaster place was open? Yes, it was. And my daughter supposedly likes one of the wraps. And I wow. remember seeing it when we were there. And I'm like, I'm going to yeah. try this place out. There's two freaking things on the menu. Yes, yes, only two. And there's two weird drinks. And there's no Coke. I don't think there's I don't think there no, was no soda, soda on that one. No, there, yeah. but the, the Ronto wrap is good. Then I can't eat it. What, so pork? pork? It's sausage. Yeah, it's pork. It still tastes um, good. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet, but I'm told it's good. But, you know, here I'm, I am I will admit, I don't consider myself as picky as I used to be eating. I, I guess it would be better if I didn't have the list of every freaking thing, you know, that they put in there. Because I might look at that and say, that's not usually something I would season with. But, you know, when you taste it, you're like, oh, it's fine. But it's in my mind, I'm thinking, I'd just rather have some mashed potatoes and gravy or something, you know. Um, and in, in, in the Docking Bay 7, I forgot what they called their mashed potatoes. There's no gravy. It's it's like a green mash. <laughs> and, you know, in your head, you're thinking, that sounds Did you disgusting. order at the register or did you use mobile ordering? Um, on that one, we did mobile. I'm serious. I'm sorry. We walked up because there was, okay, there was like four or five people in front of us. We stood there 20 or 30 minutes because there was only one person at a register and the person at two people ordering ended up having the chef come out. Oh, my gosh. They wanted something done a certain way. At and the, this is another thing with our society today. It's just driving me nuts. Yeah, um, it comes the way it comes. Yeah. Well, you know, with double, double espresso and nonfat. Yeah, it's not yeah. It's it's gone beyond that because I, you know, and maybe they had a true dietary need, but if that restaurant didn't have it, you need to move on because, you know, like some things are cooked in the sauce, let's say, versus the sauce poured on later. Yes. So it's not like you can get it on the side. Yes. And finally, they open up another register. I think when I told Karen because she went to find a chair, but time. I had ordered and walked up there. They had just finished getting them whatever they were getting them. My my question, I'm sorry to be kind of on, was one of those keys called efficiency. Why couldn't these people step to the side and talk to the chef and let the other people like you go through? Because Yeah, well, why couldn't the Disney cast member, the register say, you know, once you've figured this out, come back, let me help the people behind Well, that's you. what I mean. Yeah. Call Call to have the chef come out and talk with them, but you guys go there and keep people moving through. That's that's my problem with Farmer Boys, which I actually, I kind of like their their breakfast. Not everything else is okay, but 
they don't really have the pull out of the way line and they don't have a place for you to stay to like it annoys me when people order it's you know drive throughs are like fast food it's it's supposed to be quick not order for eight or 12 people or have a bunch of special orders um that kind of thing i saw this it was a big like suburban they ordered took them a long time to order they got it to the window they were changing their order and finally this is the only time i've seen this at farmer boys they had them drive to the front and wait i've never seen that before because you know they're they're not fast they're good they're they're in a fast food setup but they're not really fast food they're, they're pretty slow you know actually because everything's fastest, cooked as you order and all yeah. that the fastest drive through that's decent food is wendy's yeah you know I, i'm surprised they're, they're, that how quickly and efficient their drive through can fast, be fast and their food's not bad yeah i was behind somebody at mcdonald's once and it, it, it it's getting to the point McDonald's where i rarely eat at mcdonald's it, it's hard to find me at one anymore and it used to be like my go-to but i i was behind this little car next thing you know I, I see an arm go out with the credit card then i see this guy from the back seat reach his arm out then the guy from the other side climbs over everybody reaches his out there's like four orders in that one fucking little car that all paid separately with their credit cards oh my gosh. go the fuck inside when you're gonna oh, do that okay. yes, but here's absolutely. a funny thing is that is that most kids nowadays they venmo each other they'll let one person pay and they'll all venmo yeah. right then this was uh, before Venmo, so oh. it's it's been a while. But you're right; they they throw money back and forth like that all the time. So, anyways, back to the park. Um, in general, I enjoyed you know the attractions and the stuff. But I just I found some of the operational shit and and the food thing uh, kind of annoying. We Karen, it's funny she'd never been on um, Cars Land ride. What are the um race ra- race spring racers racers right. Right, she had never. Her and Katrina, they never go over there and ride it. Katrina has this idea that it'd be too rough, and I'm like, "Wow, the ride we just had on Pirates was rougher." It's weird. We, you know, when you get in that weird thing where the it stops you before the the drop, and another boat comes slamming into you. Yes, yes. And you get whiplash. Um, I'm thinking if you can survive that, you can easily survive, you know, uh, Radiator Springs. So we walked up. And they had single rider closed. You could go back, you go through the rest of the line at 45, 60 minutes, whatever it was, like bullshit, we'll come back. We'll see if it opens later. And it did. And we ended up in the same car right behind each other. And, you know, we didn't really care. And I finally, after, I think maybe this is my fifth time on, once I've had my tires changed. It was this last time. And I think I like that better than getting painted. The painted yeah, it was kind of cool. The card lifts up, you know, moves a little bit yeah. on each side. Little what's his name is, and you could see uh, it. It's easy, it's it's more obvious in the mirror that your car's changed with the tires yes. than it is on the other side with the paint job. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a better effect on that yeah. side. And Karen loved the ride. She goes, "Wow, this is cool." She goes, "I know I because at first she's thinking, oh, I don't think I've been on this." And uh, after riding it, she goes, "No, I've never seen any, any of this. This is really cool." <laughs> were all the um, so effects it, it, were all the effects was. working? Excuse me? Were all the effects working? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, have you been on it lately when something's not uh, working? The last time I was on it, uh, back in the fall, I want to say, um, my my daughter was signing in a fr- two friends, and she had one extra spot in her main gate pass. And I said, well, we're not going to let that go to waste. I'm going to tag along. <laughs> and she goes, what? I go, I'll tell you what. You just <laughs> sign me in. You guys go do your thing, and I'll just traipse the park by myself. And I went on single rider, and the the part where you 
you're pulling the town really fast and the sheriff's to slow down and the mater's right there. says mater show him around. He backs out and then yeah. you see him, you go around the corner, he's backing up. The first mater was not there. You go around <laughs> the corner and there's mater backing up with you. Like he's been talking to you the whole time, oh, but you didn't yeah. see him until yeah. you went around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um, I, I like, you know, I, now the way they do the, 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 the uh, your picture, they need, th- this is another thing, you know, Technology changed. I understand that. But you have all these empty spots. Like there's obviously, you know, like a register and a counter. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, you know I've already got a thing about leaving closed attractions just sitting there because it, it's a bad show. Look, you see this empty building for years or whatever. I, they need to figure out what they're going to do with these little spaces uh, uh, where the pictures are. But And right now, if you have the – I'm not sure if you have any pass or the top-of-line pass, you, you get free – Photo pass on ride, free pictures from the guys standing around the park, um, you know all those things. Uh, but that was pretty cool. And she had never written uh, ridden Maters. Um, that's <laughs> like my a guilty pleasure. That's a fun ride. Yeah, that's a fun. <laughs> Listening to him do the spiel in yeah. Spanish, but like it, a redneck still. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we were on it. He didn't do it on ours, but the previous one right to us is like, okay, get your stuff and get out of here or something like that. You know, it's okay, so uh, it's kind of like friendly rude. It's, you, it's, it's, you know how he it's sings fun. a song? There's one of the songs where it's called the dad gum song because there's no other words. Yeah. Dad gum, something, something, dad gum. I'm thinking, yeah. and, I, and I've heard yeah. it once and I haven't been yeah. blessed to hear it again. And yeah. it's funny. I, I have not gotten on the new Luigi's. Um, That's lame car dance or whatever That's the bullshit lame. to call it yeah. we just we just walked past it didn't get on spider-man yet the line's been long That's lame. i hate that ride you don't like it i don't like it which spider-man just web, for the no- web slingers I think uh, it's dumb. luigi's car ride that's another trackless attraction yes, it's trackless. yeah yeah and uh so i didn't see the dummy uh, dummy spider-man thrown around uh either but i felt i felt that area to be very sterile and, and maybe you could say that's the intent because it's uh, Stark's area, but it seems more like Pym area because they got you know references to Pym and the the um, the restaurant. You know, they, even Karen's got the sandwich once. I have I just saw the picture of it where the bun is like a micro sized bun with this big giant piece of chicken you know sticking <laughs> out of it. Um, <laughs> it looks, very, very it looks tasty. It looks tasty. It, it does look tasty. Um, out of curiosity, did you see the uh, bar at Pim's that has the drinks that fill up from the bottom? No. We didn't go inside. I just oh. I just saw. No, this you is know, the outside bar. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. I saw they had a drink. I forgot what it's called, like Pim's Drink Lab or something like that. Uh, but no, but I've seen those before. That's that's like an old trick, you know, miles worn out by now. So it's I guess for the newbie that would be kind of cool. But I've seen that a lot of bars have that. Uh, for beer fill-ups. But, yeah, I just found that area to be very bland. And another failed attraction that's in DCA, the Mermaid. We've ridden it twice. We walked right on. There's Nobody's waiting for that line anymore. Ariel looks like – I can't say this word. It would be it would be really insensitive to say what I thought she looked like. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. singing and her, her <laughs> mouth is all messed it's just like obviously she's a, like she's had a stroke yeah <laughs> that stroke. might be a like that might a... be a good way to say it oh and i finally saw soren i finally saw soren over the cgi world oh, I, and, yeah and uh stupid 
you know, it, it's an okay. I mean, we, we got lucky front center. Oh, so you didn't see any pretzel Eiffel Tower then? <sighs> Why you say that when you're off to the side? When you're off to the side, really the Eiffel Tower's curved. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a little curved anyway, it's just from the screen, but I yeah, guess it's, it's even more pronounced side, yeah. when you're on the side. So we were at the first two at the end of the front center car, which was kind of cool. You know, it's fun. when we went into the attraction, it said 30 minutes. Then it changed to 50, then it changed to 60. I And I told Karen, I said, I think one of the simulators is down or whatever whatever they yeah. want to call them, one of the theaters, because the line almost stopped moving. And I guess I have to say, you know, they took out the rocket engine and least they kept all the flight memorabilia as in, you walked in. Inside, yeah. Inside, yeah. That At least they kept that. Uh, and the pre-show, you know, the same old putty pre-show, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I felt like this, if you want to call it a story, I'll call it more of an experience, was a little more disjointed than Soaring Over California. Even though there's no narration through California, somehow it flowed better. This one, it just, you randomly jump around the world with no, rhyme or I don't reason. know, continuity, rhyme or reason. Um, you get CGI people. people. I have to, and I agree with you. It really is... That was the first words out of Karen's mouth when when she went through it was very disjointed. Yeah, yeah. You see the CGI people walking around like the Taj Mahal, and they're just they're just not very natural. Um, yeah, little little disappointed with that. And I wanted to make sure I because I think through Food and Wine they're going to bring the California one back. Uh, I think I read, so maybe I'll go get a chance to see that again when Food and Wine kicks in. We saw we saw a little bit of the Chinese New Year stuff. Uh, that was kind of cool. The parade, the parade looked pretty good. Saw it, you know, kind of walking by, uh, that kind of thing. And I finally got over. I see, you know, all the reach, the changes to you know, the incredible coaster, and it was closed. The it had gone 101, I guess. Um, and then I saw they had that uh, over where they used to shoot you in the air. They got some new ride for the uh, what was that dumb movie where the you saw all your oceans or something? Up. In it's an emotional out. whirlwind from from yeah. In- Inside out, sorry, not up. Inside out. Yeah. Inside out. That's but inside out. That's that was moved from Bugsland. Yeah. That was Flicks oh, Fun was Flyers or Flicks Flyers from Bugsland. It's now yeah. the oh, that, yeah, okay. okay. And what I was looking for, we went over I don't even know what the area is called, but where the two restaurants are. Because I'm assuming that's the area where um the bad guy from Coco sings. Because he performs yes. uh, and you're it's, talking it's about a, the pizza place and uh Oh, Pizza Umamau or whatever it's called now. Yeah, the old, the, the old McDonald's and whatever. Yeah, I just you know, call it the old McDonald's yeah. over there. Yeah. Which it, it, I see that menu's changed again, or it's, it's not Mediterranean. It's more, of, um, well, it's a fusion. It looked like a mix of a lot of things. But yeah. uh, I've seen videos of him online. I'm like, God, that, that's they did a pretty good recreation for uh, a face character. And I'd like to see him, but he, like, yeah, I don't know, because of the Chinese New Year stuff, or we were there late, and he just isn't performing late. I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm assuming that's the area uh, they're in. But I wanted to go back, Richard. Um, oh, there's another thing. I think it was a couple hours before the park closed. We couldn't even get a freaking piece of bread. Nope. I'm like, <laughs> we're like, oh, oh let's go get a- <laughs> at the bakery yeah like oh let's go get a piece of bread the nice thing is you can almost pretty much grab your bread and turn around and walk right back out but it's just yeah. as easy to walk all the way through uh why okay i got two things so i got them why is there a line to get in ghirardelli's and do they still hand you a free piece of chocolate after you stood in line the second question 
Yes, most of the time they still give you a free piece of chocolate that I know of. Uh, the last couple of times I've been there, I think once they close to closing, they did not. But because uh, I thought you could just, I think you just walk in and shop. It's like you could. Yeah, you, you can know? shop. You got to tell them you're just there to yeah. shop. They'll they won't make you stand in line. The line oh, so is the going to right. order ice cream, the ice cream yes. or whatever. Oh, okay. right. You know, like, and this that's is what a lot of people are standing in line. I I gotta admit, I still like going and standing in line because they they actually have chocolate sodas there, which I enjoy. Right, but if I just want to walk in and check it out, I don't want to stand in line to just walk in and. You just tell them and you just walk right in. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's good to know. I'll have to remember that for the next time. Um, but and, and, of course, and then, if you're actually buying something, you're going to have to get back in that, that line because I think yeah, those yeah. are the only registers right there in the front. Well, but yeah, but when you've walked right in the door, how could you have shopped yet? Because most people are getting in line to buy an ice cream or something okay. like that. But there are so, racks with like chocolates and stuff. Yes. So if you, yes. You've yes, got to yes. wander to the okay. So when we walked in the DCA, it was in the afternoon. Maybe let's say let's say it was four or five. I'm like, oh, the trolley's here. I want to ride it. I haven't ridden the trolley yet. Not a cast member around. Things sitting there, no lights on. We were in that side of the park for a while. Never saw the trolley. Now the last time, I finally saw it down Hollywood Street a little bit, or whatever they call that area now. Um, and then once I saw it just go up to the circle by Carthay, and then I think it went back. Does it? Do they judge whether or not they drive it around by the crowd, or you know? It's, it's like it just. I have no idea. I've I've only. Yeah. I, I think I've ridden I think it once. It's crowd and staffing. Mm. It yeah. It just seemed weird. The, you know, this, again, you spend millions of dollars of these things, and you don't really use them or operate them to their full capacity. I mean, look look how long the. Uh, the trolley lasted in Toontown. I think partly is because people weren't expecting it to be flinging you around a little bit. And two, it gets so crowded, it's almost impossible to run the thing without someone guiding the, the car through, which then just takes up more which resources. You have, same, you have to do the same thing nowadays with the red trolley. Somebody has to walk in front of it. And with the horse-drawn trolley, somebody has to walk in front of it, too. Um, I Amazing, think isn't it? It is. Toontown also... Uh, there was a technical issue as well because Toontown, as you remember, was all electric, but it recharged batteries at the yeah. stop. And those batteries only have so much of a lifespan, and we couldn't keep it running without having to have it sit for extended periods of time with charging them. Okay, here's something else that surprised me. I, I remember, I think I asked you guys, and you both either ignored me or were unsure, but I noticed. Somebody had made a post. I'll say about, I chose to ignore you. You probably did. <laughs> Someone had made a post about the Philharmagic, and and Karen kind of likes the award winners. And I'm like, yeah, chili, bacon chili dog, or whatever the thing is. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, and it's right across from the Frank Lloyd Wright Memorial Restroom, so it makes yeah, everything convenient. Exactly. Right after you have exactly. that chili dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, so I'm like, oh, let's let's try Mickey's Filler Magic. I'm kind of curious how they're going to squeeze this thing in to the small screen that's in this theater. Because the one in Florida is pretty wide. It's pretty expansive. Yeah. Yes. And they had, some new, they had some new scenes in this one since I had seen the one in Florida. Coco. Uh, the Coco scene, right? Co Coco yeah. was one. Um, I want to say there was one other. But anyways... It, I was mildly 
surprising uh, that it worked out okay. It didn't at first I thought, oh my god, this is because it starts off kind of compressed when he's just you know setting yeah. up the yeah yeah, and then expands to take up the orchestra and expands. So I mean, if you have never experienced the one in Florida, you probably wouldn't think anything of it. But once you've seen the one in Florida, then you're kind of like, okay, it's a little cramped in here, but uh, still not bad. Yeah, yeah I I remember the one in florida and i went to go see it there it's just like just not quite the same yeah yeah and of course we we sat down and this kid that had been loud in pre-show sat right behind us so we got up <laughs> we moved way to the front <laughs> uh it's like you know we're those old people now i guess um what, what i also thought was weird is we went over to this i'm gonna call it a pop-up store because it's in the old um you want to be a millionaire building which right you know it really yeah, has it, never it, been it's... utilized since that thing closed down except for little pop-up entertainment things you walk in there for the avengers pop-up store yeah that is a long ways away from the avengers, avengers campus. campus yes and in the avengers campus Ah, there's little to no shopping for anything for the Avengers or the campus. Like one kiosk? Like one kiosk, maybe? Yeah, yeah maybe. You have yeah. one store, and their big stuff is the Spider-Man stuff. In oh, there. yeah, it's a little tiny store. Yeah, you're right, a little yeah. tiny store. And you walk in there, and you're like, oh, my God, this this looks like I'm at a Comic-Con convention because there's yeah. a little area where you can queue up to pay. Um nothing is themed or decorated on the walls you see i mean i could open a control panel or a electrical panel probably flip a few breakers if i wanted to um right before i was escorted out of the park i'm sure but for the you last know, time in like, your life <laughs> what's that escorted out of the park for the last time in your life yeah exactly but i thought wow this is this is very non-disney very non-disney i mean it's just, this is you know, at the low end, uh, you know, this is universal kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's funny because that's kind of the way I felt. It felt very universal style, like I was going to the Hollywood and Sunset store at Universal Studios or something like that. Yeah, you know, it's very, yeah, very disappointing as far as that goes. Um, and here's something else I know. So since recent events have changed, you know, with my health care and the VA and all that, and not... I can get this little, you know, backdoor pass. Show my disabled veteran ID and answer a few questions. And once you got it, you just bring it back with you the next time. They give you another one. Um, and they don't ask any questions. They just fill it out. And uh, the way they do it, and, and, and it took me a while to figure this out. They would always write a time down when we'd go on an attraction. But it never impeded us. I, I wasn't really sure. I'm like, thinking, why are you recording this time down? So one of the last times we were at Knott's, I, I asked, we were walking to the back of the mine train, and I asked the, the girl and said, I think they wrote the time down wrong. And she goes, no, you're okay. You, you know, it's just a few minutes off. I'm like, well, but it, that says now, but we wrote that like a half an hour ago. She goes, no, no, what they do is they write, let's say they estimated it was a half an hour line. You can't ride something else for a half an hour. So they write down the next time you're available to use it again. Okay. Like, oh, that okay. That, that makes some sense. 
And uh, when we went with Jeff Mitchell, we just went. We got you, they give the people with you a little band you put on your your wrist, and uh, for most attractions, there's a back door uh, to go to. Um, and I don't use it a lot, but you know, if my knee is really feeling bad, and I don't want to stand a lot, or my back's hurting, I'll use it. But, you know, it's it's there if I need it. So I thought, well, wonder what Disney's doing these days. It's, excuse me, I know they there's been a lot of problems and back and forth with the abuse on that system. Oh, excuse me. So we went to City Hall. Told you know they 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 screen you on the outside before you go in, and they send you in. And I asked. She goes, "Well, here's a park map. I'm going to circle the attractions where you can just walk up to the back and ask them, and they'll tell you what time to come back, basically. Since so no, I don't need anything to ID myself. No, nope, just if if this is what you want, you just walk to the you know the back door." these attractions you know rise was not one of them because obviously the queue see this is where what where it gets kind of different yes the queue is big enough for a ecb but if you have standing issues and you don't have an ecb i think you still get the shaft well you got a lot of benches going through the queue that is true i did notice that there's a lot of sitting opportunities um and so we didn't avail ourselves and try to figure that out and i guess i don't even know where you go ask at dca i guess there's a similar i don't even know what the equivalent of city hall dca is all these years it's, i've never commerce you know where oswald's is on the left side yeah, when you go in? right there yeah right next to right next to oswald's first aid is right there as well oh okay i've never I've never needed it over there and i just i guess never really paid attention um i did notice though that the they've remodeled the shop where we bought our fuel rods that first time when you introduced us to the fuel rods three yeah. years ago. Yes. Yeah. And the fuel rods aren't there. I told Karen, I said, well, if you ever, because now that I've shown her how to use these fuel rod things, because uh, they have them at the San Diego Zoo and Safari Park, though they charge you a dollar, which is still no big deal. Disneyland, they're still free, which is nice. Um, most of like the one at Hungry Bear was still there, but the one in DCA wasn't. So I don't know where I it think is it now. just. It just got moved around. It's not in the camera shop still. Up. Well, that camera shop's not. It's it's kind of weird. What we somebody was coming out, so we went in. Then I looked. Oh, the door says exit, and there were no handles on the outside. But we just walked right because I noticed they're controlling that kind of because it leads into where the coffee shop is, and there's some other things you can buy and eat there. They're really kind of controlling the flow, or they're trying to. You mean the Starbucks? Uh, on the right side, the the first store on the right side. Yeah, the Starbucks. Well, no, the first store on the right side the is not a Starbucks. The, isn't, oh, there's no coffee there. cameras, and then you got the yeah, candy shop. Yeah, it's a camera shop. shop. Candy shop, okay. So we walked in the first door that was available to us, and I remember exactly where – I don't I don't say I've got a photographic memory, but I remember where things are and usually the orientation of yeah, rooms yeah. and buildings and stuff. Um, and it wasn't there. And then I didn't go searching every corner of the shop, but hmm. it wasn't right where I expected it to be. So, I, you know, and we didn't need it at that point. But I'm trying to, let's say, I won't say mansplainer, but uh, now that she knows she has this availability, because she takes a lot of pictures all the time, is always posting, then not, I know she's, you know, going to, heavy on her battery. Not to mention the app, the, you have to use the app for just about fucking everything. <sighs> yeah. You need, you, you know, you need to charge your phone at least once. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I it's nice to be back in the parks, but there there are so many things that I find annoying in in, in the 
the dependency in the app, the virtual queues, um, some of these things are, um, it's just, you know, the spontaneity thing. I mean, you still can walk around the park and do most things. You still can stand in line for food if you want. Um, but you're at a disadvantage if you're not tech savvy to be able to use. Correct. But think about it. All right. So, you know, I, I, I feel I'm like a techie nerdy kind of guy. I like hope play, so. I like considering to play your line of work. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you think about it. Oh, you know, at a certain point, some apps make things easy. All right, yeah. I'm hungry. I'm going to flip open the app. I'm going to order my food. It'll be there when I'm done or when I get there. Right? It'll be ready when I get there. Well, no, actually, you got to tell us when you get here. Then we start making it. Well, then that kind oh, of yeah. we, I ran into that day at the award wieners. Karen okay. didn't want it. She didn't think she, she ordered it on her app. So she assumed, well, I need to do it. I'm like, I'm sure if I take your phone up there, we'll be fine. Yes. There was a line longer than the standby line. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to get to that, my food. So, and then so, there were a lot of people in that line that figured out at some point they were in the wrong line because they hadn't pre ordered. Um, so you have that confusion. And you're, well, and at and, and award wieners, your food was actually that she was looking for the tag uh, of the stuff that was already piled up under the the heat lamp. And then I was worried, well, what if my food's not warm anymore? Because I've had to stand in a long line when I'm supposed to be, let's say, skipping the line to get something I like pre-ordered. And then you're waiting behind this long yeah, line of people yeah. to pick up. It's it, yeah, it's not. Con- so you, you think, right, like I said, you think it's convenient, but when the actual operation of it, it really isn't. No, I wonder if you could DoorDash and have them bring it to the uh, the center of the two parks. Could they park in thirty minute and walk it into I don't you? Know. Or you just meet them in thirty minute. <laughs> but, but you know, uh, uh-huh. so I got. I remember the this the same trip where I went by myself. I finally park hopped and went over to Disneyland because we started our day in DCA. And I said I'm going to try the Ronto wrap for the first time. So I I did. You know, ordered. Let us know when you're here. I hit. I'm here, even though I was still ten minutes away. <laughs> you know, I got the first my first order of business was finding a place to sit. Yeah. Because that little patio, there's not a lot of place to sit. Nope. Um I had a had a moment of doubt. I found a place to sit. Do I leave my bag? <laughs> I guess a little yep. backpack with a sweater. You know, because you have to go over there, right, to pick yep. up your food. Yeah. Uh, well, fine. I sat down and sure enough, still two minutes later, your food's ready. And you walk up and there's you know, three or four people sitting there. And you and you feel like an ass if you cut in front of them. Hey, my food's ready. Here's my ticket, right? Or here's my number, because you don't yeah. know if they ever, if, what's going on. I don't know. And and the people, the cast members that are to hand the food out, they're not good at managing the crowd either. Nope. If you're waiting for your food, please sit over there, or please keep this place clear for those coming. They don't do that. So you have. Yeah. yeah. And and it's funny you did that 20 minutes early. So I'll, I'll need to tell Karen that just you know. On your way walking over, just said, I'm here. It's yeah. kind of like, have you, do you ever use DoorDash? No. Okay. So DoorDash, of course, like uh, Uber food, whatever, they're bringing it to you, right? So at a point, you'll get a little pop-up that says, your your driver's near, or your dasher. Your dasher's nearby. Almost there. Then I look at the map. They're like three miles down the road. So I don't know if this is a thing that kicks in automatically by the app or the guy hits the thing saying, I'm almost there. Oh. And I can little- guarantee you people don't get good reviews when they pick up multiple food orders and I'm the last one to get mine. <laughs> I'm not nice about, you know, I'm, I'm all about giving a great tip or whatever when 
people give me good service. But when you were risking my food still being warm because you want to try to skip in an extra buck in your delivery. And when I've made complaints, I one time I said, why, why are, you know, this is a three minute drive from my house. And you're wondering, why didn't I just go get it? Well, I'm working at, you know, when I'm not working, my clock's not running. You know, huh. it's, it's a time management thing for me. And, uh, the guy's like, well, Dasher told me I had to pick up another order. So when I complained to Dash, you know, DoorDasher, like, uh, each Dasher can take whichever one he wants. <laughs> yeah. He's not forced to do, you know. So they they both blame yeah. each other. So when, um, when you order Door, do you go outside and wait for them to cruise up, or do you make them get out and knock on the door? No, uh, they have to. Well, see, there's one thing. I, I have ordered. I have a, a description. I said, if you're on my street, you see a flagpole, that's me. Leave it by the door, or leave it by the mailbox and ring the doorbell. Uh, 98% of the time, they never ring the doorbell. Um, a lot of the times, they set it right in front of the door, and I've got like a security gate on the door that opens outwards. Yes. I can't even open the door. Without knocking the stuff over. Sometimes I've had to walk around because if there's a drink there, <laughs> it might knock over. <laughs> One time, the guy said it was there, and I couldn't find it. He'd put it on the pie laster on my side yard next to my gate, and then in his response said, the guy had multiple doors. I didn't know which one it went to. <laughs> I'm like, what third world country did you just arrive from when you started to be a door dasher that you don't know what a front door of a single family home is? You know, you've been to my house. It's, yeah. it's not easy to not figure out where my front door is. Sure. It's, it's pretty pretty obvious. Um, <laughs> yeah, so those kind, of things, those kind of things are annoying to me. Well, let me give you a rant. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a comparison to, like, not. So we have not this year. I, I get a s screaming good deal on my knots pass because my brother-in-law works there. So there's a friends and family thing. And, I mean, it's so dirt cheap, it's hard not to have it. And it comes with parking and um, and all that. They really only have, inside the park, one um, what would Disney's equivalent sit down oh, not counter service table but what service. Do they call them? Tables. table service restaurant in knots and that's the ghost town grill it's been a long time it's been there forever literally since you know the park opened is that of, where we ate and, when we went to the haunt with Jimmy no that was Spurs which used to be the steakhouse when that was still on the outside of the park before they expanded the park swallowed that outdoor area up and now it's just used as an event okay. kind of space okay so this is the one down in the ghost ghost town area it's not very big it's got some outdoor seating okay, mostly okay. indoor seating yeah um so during the pandemic when they first opened the park and it was very limited you had to wear the stupid mask and you had the you know uh, all the shit that was going on they started a thing where they would send you an email then you come back, okay? Once we, and they, they tell you roughly how long they think it's gonna be. It went longer, we never got an email, walked over there and said, oh no, you already you already sat down. I'm like, no, well, I'm, I'm standing right here in front of you. Right here. Um, so they had either got the number wrong, something, and never got the order. So they, they tried to set us pretty quickly. Then they changed to one of those little biting things. So you could at least walk around the street a little bit, but you couldn't get too far or it's not gonna receive it anymore. Then they changed it to stand out here in front and we'll, you know, we'll call your name. And then they've gone back to just stand in line. So you have to stand in line like a counter service. Um, that's a no for me up there. Um, 
So you stand in line like a counter service. Sometimes they will walk the line and ask you how many people are in your party. Okay. They, they finally get their shit together. I can see through the window. I see three, two tops open, two, four tops. You know, yeah. I'm counting the tables that are open. I'm looking at the line. Okay. They don't do anything with that information. In, in a normal restaurant, they would grab those parties of two. Yes. And they would sit them at the, the tables, two tops. Yes. Right? There could be a party at 20 in front of you, and they're not going to sit you down at the two until they set that party at 20. You'll be lucky if they even recognize you've walked in the front door when you've been waiting in line. Um, and then that annoys me. Bad customer service where they don't even recognize you walked in the door. Like, oh, welcome. We'll be with you in a few minutes. One time I even watched the manager walk up to a group of people. They're all yakking it up, not looking at their guests in the park, not saying anything to them. It's fucking annoying. If the food wasn't so good, and it's good. It's not great. It's good. It's very good. Um, and my brother-in-law works there, and sometimes I will text him. We're here at this restaurant. And every time I ask him, I said, so what's the deal with this fucking restaurant? <laughs> you know? And he says, well, the manager, used he came from fast food. And I'm like, it's obvious because he runs it like fast food. Yeah, uh, first come, first serve. Pretty much. Now, once you get in there, the servers are very good. They're usually pretty quick. Uh, one time I asked the person that was seating us, I said, um, so, you know, what's the deal? You know, we've gone through all these different things. And why do you get this long line, line outside? You got all these empty tables. Well, we try not to overload any waiters or waiters. So you're shorthanded. Oh, no. I didn't say, just say it. I, I understand. Yeah. There's a hiring problem. I, I would much rather you be honest and say, yes, we're, you know, we're, we're understaffed. And, you know, you sit me and feed me some drinks. I don't care, you know, if it takes a few minutes to get service. I'd be okay with that, knowing that, walking in the door. But they'll never say anything like that. But what annoys me even more is just... You, when you get to the front of the line, you're like, oh, finally. They don't even recognize your existence. That freaking pisses me off. And, you know, Knott's has never been Disneyland. And it never, it's never tried to be Disneyland. The, the service has never been the same. But, you know, there was ah, a time. Basic restaurant service is basic restaurant service. It shouldn't, yeah. it shouldn't really matter. Well, there, there was a time when I worked at Knott's and Richard worked at Disneyland, my, you know, my first job out of high school. Knott's was rated as the best theme park food in the country. They would be lucky to be rated in the, rated in the top 50 now, I think. I mean, some of their food is good. The boys, I don't like boysenberry, but uh, everybody talks about how great the boysenberry festival is. I don't just eat the crap with boysenberry in it. But a lot of their food is good. Their fast food food is fast food food. Nothing special. A chicken strip's a chicken strip. Uh, their chicken dinner restaurant, I think, has gone down over the years. It's still good, way overpriced. We went once on a Mother's Day thing. What a freaking mistake that was. It was uh, only a, uh, what? what's the lunch, breakfast combo, brunch. And there were only two choices. And they were like 25 and yeah. $30 or something like that. Every restaurant, you know, gouges yeah. you on Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah well, like, or, or uh, you know, Valentine's Day. So, yeah. you know what we did last night? We went to Polly Pies. We're like one of like five couples home. in there, and they're all yeah. old. Um, <laughs> didn't have to worry about long lines or, you know, um, overpriced food and all that bullshit. But, um, you know, Knott's has a lot going for it. Um, oldest theme park in the country. 
Um, some of their cl old classic rides are still old, old classic rides, but uh, there's a lot to be desired that that park has never learned and probably never will learn how to, to do correctly. But um, yeah, this, this sit down restaurant drives me crazy, but Karen still likes to go. She likes the food. Um, even when we had a food pass for one year and we'd still end up in there. I'm like, we've got a food pass. We get, I don't want to call it free food, but after it's so many meals, it's price. Free. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't take very long on that food pass to, to pay for. And they've got some, you know, decent barbecue joints with pulled pork and some other stuff. That's, it's, it's pretty decent. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was some other stuff I wanted to rant about at, at Disney. And now I've just, it's just kind of fallen away and I've, I've forgotten. A lot of it has to do with the lack of grooming standards and just seems wrong to see beards and mustaches yes. and long hair on guys and tattoos you know having a waitress come up to you that's got a yeah, sleeve like a, of like tattoos a, yeah. oh that, yeah that that kind of bothers me at times yeah it's just you know the, the you know knots always let us have a little longer hair not real long hair but it could touch your ears a little bit didn't have to be quite as clean cut as disney and i thought that was fine but disney's got a little i mean i see some uh, yeah. jeff mitchell was telling me about a guy he saw in the Emporium who at first he thought it was a girl from behind. It was a guy with that long, I mean, really long hair. And I'm like, not even a man yeah. bun, you yeah. know, not a ponytail. That's... It just kind of takes you out of what Disney's always been. And is what I think of Disney uh, being, uh, I, I don't know. And, you know, it, it, and even parking, you know, not, you know, freaking expensive. They couldn't even, you have to have a reservation to be in that line to park. You got to do all, it, sh it should be efficient and move those pe cars through. They can't even get people into the parking structure quickly. Say, did you take a look at the price for preferred parking now? It's $50. Is, there's a preferred $50. parking? There's a preferred parking. And what does that now. get you? Where is the preferred parking? Where do you end up parked? Well, this is I'm structure, out there, right? I'm out in the Toy Story lots, so oh, it gets you. It gets you to the first eight rows in front of the uh, gates for the Toy Story lot. Otherwise, you're more than eight rows back. Big deal when you still got to jump on a bus to go over the park. Still better than a tram. I don't know the the tram. We either walk or tram it. You know, here's another funny thing. I. So I thought, oh, wait, they got rid of all the... You really insisted you wanted that bus because you like that bubble feel. I do. There, well, it, 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 it's, certain, it's inside. You don't yeah, have... You're, you're, certain, out, you're, out, you're not in the elements as you're making your way back to your car at okay, so 1 a.m. When we came in, they dropped us off on the north side on the tram. And we got off. I'm like, what's all this roped off area? I thought they didn't have, like, bag check or anything over here anymore. It kind of, it kind of like, really congested the walk into the park. I thought, okay, this is weird. And then the way out, I, re I realized what it was. They were trying to cue people into the tram area. I'm like, at this, we're just walking, I guess. Then we get down to about the, right before you get to Naples. As I think that's still yeah, the name of that restaurant. Napoli, uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, we can just make a right here. And there's hardly any people waiting for the tram down here. <laughs> it's like, was, you know, all the, the sheep, they just followed. Was the tram picking up on both sides? In. And they're standing at the first tram stop, but if you go further down, oh, okay, yeah, we only had to wait one tram. Um, so I thought I thought that was that was weird. 
Uh, and what is the deal with uh, that one restaurant that just like overnight they up and closed the bakery? Labre, but Labre, they closed. Uh, they closed all their retail. They closed all their stuff. They just got. I found out the story. They just got bought out, and the new owners did not want to have anything to deal with restaurants. They strictly just wanted to have bakery stuff. So they closed all their restaurants, and it was closed within thirty days. That was quick. Well, they were, I mean, everybody, all the posts I saw was like Disney had no notice. It was just like one night they're like, this is it. Yeah. Well, Disney had like a two-week notice that, and so in the meantime, Disney quickly held a little like a mini uh, job fair so that the people that were losing their jobs over at the uh, La Brea Bakery could see if they could get a job with one of the other uh, spots inside stores the, or restaurants in the there. Yeah. Well, then, and then Earl Sandwich is doing a pop-up. I, I don't know if they're going to come back in another shop. They are. Like, they are, are. They? yes. Okay. At the park. Yeah, long-term plan they're supposed to. I did find it interesting that a lot of the restaurants are getting, um, like Naples was remodeled since I'd been there. Uh, the Jazz Kitchen is getting a total remodel. And, and something about, and this is what the Mitchells were kind of scratching their head about, how do you make a Cajun restaurant the only one this guy has i guess out of new orleans at least that used to be yes. the story not look like it's in new orleans it's supposed to have some kind of california influence in the menu and the building and what is the deal with like california fusion in a cajun restaurant i i don't and, I, and I like and i thought well wait don't they don't they have control they're the lessee and the the mitchell said they had heard that disney was like taking over pretty much all the restaurants all the i'm like wait isn't tortilla jo tortilla Fine. joe's owned Jones, yeah. by yeah. somebody else is it naples owned by somebody yes, else they are how, so i'll be how like can they, yeah. if you want to change my shit you know you can run your own restaurant i'm out yeah how are they forcing all this I, stuff or or is know. the choice you do what we want or your lease is up maybe which on um, you know that kind of is uh in my mind uh not contrary, but it, it goes against what you would want to do because the whole purpose of having this restaurant in is because people want to go to that restaurant, and it's successful. I mean, yeah. all those restaurants get pretty good crowds in them. Yeah. Oh, this is what. Okay, Richard. I I, I think I, I think I might have sent you a thing. I don't know. Okay, remember the whole earthquake bridge discussion we were having offline over I'm at. DCA, so that the bridge that takes you into what will be Californication, I mean, I mean not Californication. Um, <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, San Francisco. I think Californication might have been a better theme, but um, so that bridge, there's people online claiming this is a very subtle, great imagineering trick. It's the earthquake bridge. It always vibrates. And Richard and I talked, well, well they, there's, there's, oh. pumps, there's pumps for the water there and uh, yes, there's things yeah. that could cause vibration. Well, guess what, Richard? There's no mm -hmm. water in there. So there's no pumps running. Yes. And I told Karen, so let's, let's get, and people were running us over practically. So let's get off to the side. Okay, we're standing at the edge. And you can feel it vibrating. Well, of course, right now there's a lot of people walking on it. Of course, it's going to vibrate and give a little bit. Right, right. Because right. um, it's, it's like semi-suspension type bridge. You know, it's not a solid like concrete bridge. It's... I Re think refresh my memory. I'm trying to remember which bridge this well, is exactly. The, the bridge well, that, that goes the only to Pacific in the Wharf. Area. Goes the one that takes you from the, the the hub, the sort of hub. Um, so there's, there's two by, bridges. Uh, 
the mermaid, the crappy mermaid ride that takes you over yeah. to. Um, oh, 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 the yes. Wharf. Over the wharf. To the, the wharf bridge. Yes, sorry, the wharf bridge. Okay, yes, the wharf bridge. Okay. So the the claim is the Imagineers are purposely vibrating it. It's the earthquake bridge. Right. Oh my no, God. No. Their, their claim, about... Yeah, their claim was even when they were standing on it, nobody else was on it that it was vibrating. And we were talking about, well, the, the pumps for the water and stuff are down there, blah, blah, blah. Well, right now it's empty. There's no water. Well, that it's... area is empty, which is the reservoir for uh, Risley River Run. But over to the side where the pier goes up, that's all the equipment that runs uh, World of Color. World of Color. Sure. But and, World of Color was not running at the moment. But, yeah, but all water. the equipment is still running at the moment. Mm. So it's so it's still picking up the vibrations of what and then you got all the stuff that's going on in the restaurants that are running on there too. So it's just the natural vibrations. Wait, wait, wait. The there's year. no there's no the restaurants are far enough away from that bridge not to be causing anything. Yeah, I, I just think it's a bridge. bridge that's bouncy because people are walking on it. Well, okay, so it, their claim was that they, the video they did the one day was they were the only two on it, standing oh, still, and they swore it's okay, still vibrating. fine. It's still vibrating, but I guarantee you it's not a design feature. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't I can, think so either. And what do you mean that, okay, Grizzly is not even close to this section. Are you saying that they're... A piping underneath water reserves okay. over to this area. Okay, all that water that you see in that area that has no water in it right now is because yeah. Grizzly River Run is down. Uh -huh. That is where the water is kept. So when the ride shuts down, we we joke about it because it has tides to it. When the ride shuts down, the tide comes in and all those rocks get flooded out. When the attraction turns on, tide goes out and all those rocks become exposed because that's where the extra water is being kept for the attraction. Okay, because you could see construction down there for what I assumed was going on for the new transition to California, um, Franken, <laughs> Frank Francisco or whatever. San Francisco, Tokyo, I don't know. Big Hero San 6. San Francisco, yeah, whatever Big Hero it is. 6. Yeah. Big All Hero right. 6. So I still haven't figured out why they swapped those two restaurants. Neither, uh, but that's so long the, ago. Oh, I know, so but, but thematically they, look, they looked – more appropriate I, where they used to be. I'll tell you exactly why they did that. The uh, the restaurant that's the uh, kitchen size is much bigger than the one, and that one was became more popular, so they oh, had to go to be able to produce all more right, food. See, there's a there's a reasonable answer. There's a logical reason. Yeah, yeah just thematically, they don't. All right. Uh, well, to me, they don't look that we've, we've hit the we've hit the ma magic mice cast two hours, and uh, oh, okay. someone's got an early morning. We want to be cognizant of that. If we like him to show yeah, up, I, I got to get up by eight. You know, every so. once in a while. <laughs> I'm a long commute. Okay, same, same. <laughs> About uh, 20 steps. To yeah, well, well, 13 <laughs> steps down, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually still have to go to my location, so. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm, which is why I'm trying to wrap things up so I, you can go off to I'm, Slumberland. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how I can do my job from home. It's called retire. Okay, so here's the thing I want to put out to. A couple of people that still listen. The one to or two, the one or two people that will hear this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had floated this idea that because there's so much stuff online right now with a gazillion influencers, influencers that think they know everything about Disney. A couple I've called out <clears throat> based on experience 
I have at Disney, like with Walt's apartment or whatever I've been able to involve myself in when I worked there, there where they just absolutely don't know what they're talking about. It's kind of a debunker for some of this crap, just for the fun of it. Because, Bullshit or you know, not. Yeah, exactly. Bullshit, <laughs> Bullshit or not. Um, yes. And there's our bullshit recreation. There's been three things lately that I have been going back and forth with some people on. One having to do with the elevators at the mansion in Florida and a leak, supposedly the one at Disneyland, which Richard had a little knowledge of from his uh, maintenance days. And then two stories, one about the Matterhorn, something that uh, Walt supposedly did and why there's a a splash at the end. Excuse me. And uh, the last one is, this one is really great. Opening day, Mark Twain, overloaded water, flapping onto the first level. That I totally believe because they didn't know what they were doing at the point. They overloaded the the ship, the boat, whatever. I've heard that story too. Yeah, but that's that's not the rest of the story. The rest of the story is they jumped the track and people got tired of waiting. They didn't know how to get them off and they just waited across the rivers of America. Oh, that's okay. So you want to, so you want to, you want to devote an episode uh, debunking these uh, stories? Is that that what I'm? Yeah, it doesn't have to be every time because, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to have a lot to say since I have my past back and we've been trying to get Richard to um, pull his head out of the sand to figure out when he can, you know, coordinate a day where I can go in and he can sign in and get Mike there because Mike's the odd man now without the Um, pass. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk offline because I have, you know, there's some things floating. Okay. We'll get that, but we'll have to keep keep that. So in mind if from... our if our one or two listeners think this would be fun, because yeah. you know we're just gonna be bullshitting and probably making our own shit up. Let us know. Um, but it'll be fun. Yeah. All right. And if you don't want that and you just want us to do the same old bullshit we've been doing, that's okay too. Tell us. So that's that's a that's our tease for next time. As, yes. As Greg, which could be could be months away who knows yeah exactly who knows <laughs> all right so is there anything else you want to bring up before we go richard i can't think of anything all right richard richard no all no right. okay all right then on those three items there i can think of a lot of things but next time okay well not 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 while we're recording we might say it in a minute here when uh, we get off okay no, i'm all talking right. about the uh, boat and the that's what i'm saying too we might we might discuss that when the recording stops but you know, we would save that for a show. As yes. Far as we're yes. Absolutely. All right then. Well, with that being said, on behalf of uh, my two colleagues here, we're going to say <laughs> thank you for listening and good night. Did you just sneeze? No, I was snorting. <laughs> oh. I, I've never heard him use my colleagues. <laughs> oh, I'm giving That's you too funny. much credit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, thanks for but listening. My comrades. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> 